Jimmy, how you feeling there, buddy? Uh, better, definitely better. But you know, yeah. I, I, telling, I, I was just telling um, Eric. If you're better, that's yeah. good. We're moving on. Um, <laughs> I was just telling Eric. He asked if I saw his miniature wrench like this, but in the brass. And I said, yes, I did. And it, it to me is stuck somewhere in between the 70s and the 80s. You know what would make it seem a little bit more vintage, perhaps? I mean, if that's what's bugging you. You need some patina, a couple of rounded edges, a little bit of bang-up yeah. patina on there. Totally. In yeah. in time, they will grow their own patina. Yeah, it'll happen quick. You know, as long as you keep it in your pocket and you get some hand grease on it. Yeah, as long as Jimmy... Just give them all to Jimmy. <laughs> okay, you, you, you know what I learned? I learned that, you know the smell of metal? Mm-hmm. That I really do enjoy, like that rusty, almost earthy smell? Yeah. Is not actually the metal, but your, like, disgusting finger oils reacting with the metal. And it's oxidizing, like, uh, just like boiled linseed oil. Hmm. And that's the Gross. smell. Yeah. So if that comes in like a like a cologne, I'm interested. <laughs> we could and make like it. A line, could it. Yeah, like a Hantel Rescue line of exquisite perfumes and colognes in, we in different metals. We're going to close that shape. You can you distill have... it. You, can't, you know what's disgusting? Can you see? No, it's like the same. It's still oh. open at the bottom. <laughs> the cat was messing with this thing. Dude, I think my house is haunted. What, what, what happened now? Do you guys think my house is haunted? Can we talk about this on the show? Well, we Absolutely. know that it's haunted. Um, we, I already started recording, so we could just roll into it and do an intro and add it in the front later. But... Uh, so I was in the shower the other day, taking a shower. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. That's, that's odd. And I got my face up at the, this, the shower and I'm like doing my thing and the water just shuts off. Just went, and I was like, oh fuck, frozen pipe. But then instantly, like my rational mind said, wait a minute, it's 45 degrees outside. You don't have a frozen pipe. And if you had a frozen pipe, it would take. 30 seconds for the water to stop. It would start to trickle until it stopped, <clears throat> which yeah. is what happens because there's a diaphragm in the expansion tank. It takes a few minutes for that to empty out. I said, okay. And I immediately like whipped up that, that, that processing took like 10 seconds and I whipped open the shower door and I looked down the hallway to see if somebody was like playing a prank on me, a tailor, nobody else would want to see me naked. And I figured somebody reached in and shut this, this, the shower off. I'm like, okay, so wait a minute, is the shower actually off or did the water just stop? And I grabbed both knobs. It was like the moment of a movie. I grabbed both knobs and I paused and they were actually turned off. Oh, wow. That's creepy. And then I jiggled both of them and the shower started again. So the cold and the hot shut off at the same exact time. Was a cat near you? (laughs) No. And so then last night, I told Tell that story reluctantly, and she she's like, I'm never coming there again. <laughs> she's yeah. in the studio in Hudson a lot. She's like, I'm never staying there again. And uh, she's like, um, she goes, if that happened to me, I would have run out naked into the street 
without a cell phone. I would have stopped the car driving by. <laughs> and uh, so last night, something similar happened. Not not exactly, but I was gone all day yesterday. I went to the uh, to the woodworking show in Springfield, Massachusetts. And then at one point I was I got the the ring camera so I can go back and like see what's going on at the house. And so I was just like at a motion thing in the backyard and I knew the chickens were were not out. So it's usually like a fox or a deer. And so I open it up and there's a black and white cat on my back porch. Those are my cats, but he shouldn't I can't tell if it's one of the cuz it's, it's a bit foggy. But that video is from the night before before I wasn't I wasn't home. I was at Taylor's. So it was from like 10 hours before and I was like, "Wait a minute. Why didn't I notice this?" That must mean that the cats are outside the house. The doors got open. And so that evening, there's nothing I could do. I was in Springfield, Massachusetts. So that evening I get, I don't know if it's my cat or a neighbor's cat. I get home and I say to Taylor, I go, look at this. I think one of the black cats got out of the house. And I open the phone and then there's like five other things of my my gray cat outside. I'm like, the house is definitely open. That's the black cat I saw outside and the gray cat's outside. So the house is open. So we rush from Hudson to the house last night at like nine o'clock. We get here and all the doors are locked and closed. And my gray cat is outside. And, you know, you guys have been to my house. I got I got nine doors in and out of the, the main floor of the house. Nine doors. So there's always nine doors to make sure they're locked. The one door I never, ever, ever use was unlocked and like swinging open jiggly with the wind. The one in my bedroom. You guys see in my bed. You guys both have been in my bedroom, right? Wink, well, wink, not message. that, not that you know. Well, Is this your way of like, like uh, covering up for a like a mistress or something? A murder. Yeah. <laughs> like so, he doesn't want he doesn't want to get caught with his girlfriend yeah. and his mistress. So it's like, oh yeah, there's a ghost in here. Look, the door's <laughs> blowing in the wind. Right the the outside. Blowing in the wind. Look, and, I, and look at those tail lights going down the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> no. So when Taylor and I got here last night, like it was like this unspoken thing of like, why is that door unlocked? I was like, I don't know. When's, the last time I went through that door, my friend Steve, who was staying here, Steve House, accidentally used that door and didn't lock it. And uh, he, he didn't know, like we never use it because my he, he whatever, he ended up going out of the house through that door, through my bedroom. Anyway, it was the last time the door was used in the summer. And I remember being like, because we always afraid that door's going to pop open and let do- the dogs out. So I closed it that night and locked it and never opened it again. And last night it was unlocked, open to the backyard. That's how the cat got out. The gray, the, the gray cat got out. The two black cats were still locked inside. So that means there's a mystery cat. So all these questions yet to be answered. Maybe the cats are having an affair. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. So anyway, I always, that's a long story. I always love ghost stories because... It's like they're framed as like powerful beings in another dimension. And then all they do is like shut the shower off. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> I close. Oh, my God. The doors are unlocked. Exactly. Wow. Like why? I, OK, so it gets a little creepier and a little deeper. So I <laughs> told when I two or someone three days slapped later, me in the middle of the like, night. No, no, no. So a couple of days <laughs> I didn't tell tell that story right away. So a couple of days later. I said to Taylor, I said, hey, you know, I told her the shower story. She's like, that's screwy. She's like, Does, did anybody we know just recently die? And it was the, it was a couple hours after you told me about Skip. So I said, and Taylor had this connection with Skip. I said, well, Skip passed. And she said, um, 
She goes, well, I go, I don't think it was him because he's contacting me, not you, if that was. So I was like, I don't know. Okay. So now a couple of hours later, I'm driving to the city and I realize I misplaced my phone. I don't know where my phone is, but I have a second phone. So I open my console, I pull out my second phone and I'm driving and I pull into a rest stop. I call my second phone. I call my first phone with my second phone. It rings. I'm like, oh, here it is. It fell under the seat. I picked the phone up and on the front of the phone, it says John's missed call from John Sarrow. And it was a really a missed call from Jimmy Duresta's second phone. But it said John Sarrow. That's my buddy who died one year ago of a drug overdose. So why am I calling? Why am I calling my phone with my other phone? And it says missed call 10 seconds later from my friend John. And that's never, ever happened. My phone isn't registered as his name. Interesting. Of interestings. And so then that same day, his family member posts a picture of me and him together for the first time in like 15 months as kids. Interesting. Extremely... Uh, yeah, that's kind of weird. I'm not gonna so, lie. So that's all that all happened this week. So either John's trying to contact me, or my house is just straight up haunted by a plumber. He's like, he's like, yo, stop with the printing presses. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> it's too much. No, now I know what to do next time I'm at your house when you're sleeping. What's that? No, he doesn't. He he's not gonna sleep when you're there. Right, he's up till one. Yeah, you know, the hey, bedroom has to be full. Every I'm, I'm literally, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a bucket, fill it with paper, and light it on fire and leave the room. <laughs> and you're, you're gonna, you're gonna wake up and have a heart attack. Jimmy, have you been hanging out with Bob Lazar or something? Who's that? I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. Just keep going. Of the yeah. Lazar no, so that's my, that's my ghost story. So I don't know what's going on. The ghost opened the door last night. The ghost shut my shower off, thinking it was funny. And hey, wait, Jimmy, you don't know who Bob Lazar is? I don't think so, no. He, he's Eric? the guy that in the late 80s, they, he was talking about, you know, all the alien stuff. Yeah, no, I still don't know. I mean, there was a few guys talking about alien stuff. I don't so know. I don't know him. Now we're thinking it's aliens. <laughs> no, he's thinking. <laughs> it's, it's, thinking it's, yeah. I have come <laughs> from another galaxy here to shut your shower off. <laughs> See, that's how I have time traveling spaceship, <laughs> and I just come here and mess with people on Earth. It's pretty dope. The first thing I thought of, if like I realized it was a ghost, and the first thing I thought of is like, what ghost would want to see me naked in the shower? That's all. <laughs> that's all I thought of. Yeah, exactly. Like Who you know, you be? need. <laughs> it could be, it could be Paul Jackman's ghost. Oof. Oh God forbid, Paul's still alive. He doesn't qualify. Well. Are you? Can you prove he's alive? He just posted on Instagram for the six thousandth time today. That could have been his his ghost. So Eric, yes, we've been. Uh, I wanted to ask you about your your lathes, your two lathes. Yes. And your guest is Please your guest do. still there? No, uh, he drove back home on Wednesday. Tell everybody so who was and what you guys five days ago. So I had James. Right from what on YouTube. It's a completely full only hand tool woodworker. No power tools. Say his um, name one more time, you garbled up. Oh, sorry. James Wright from the Wood by Wright YouTube channel. Oh yeah. Uh, 
he drove across the border. He drove 20 hours from Illinois to come here with two Velocipede screw lathes, uh, which what is year? such a ridiculous name. They're, they're tw- the 1920s, I believe. Mine's a little earlier. His is a little later, so it might be a little before that. Um, they're really cool. Uh, they're basically like a, a pedal-powered lathe. Not a treadle, but a pedal. And you literally pedal with two pedals like this, like a ridiculous bicycle guy. It comes with a seat that's fully cast iron, looks like a farm implement seat. Uh, and you sit down and you start cutting threads or i guess general lathing if you want to did you get it did, have you gotten them both to the condition of being able to be used yet no uh they're just being painted i gotta put uh another few coats on and then that's it are you and restoring both that... at the same time or has he taken his uh with him? no he took his back uh i have my set of things and that's it it's going to be interesting uh, I can't wait to see what kind of like RPMs you can get out of it. Do you have a big flywheel on that thing? Yes, it's pretty big. Uh, maybe like 24 inches. Could you? I was. I always wonder this if you could attach a different flywheel system, like within totally. a bullet. You know what I mean? Just to keep the like a momentum going. If you just set up a different flywheel, or obviously yeah. even just a motor, but a hundred thousand percent. Uh, and what's good about it being like a treadle lathe is that basically. Nothing's worn to shit. Uh, oh yeah, everything you know, like it has. It doesn't have Babbitt. It is solid bronze bearings, um, and they're nice. They're very nice. There's not really any slop that should matter. Uh, not that this is a high precision instrument, anyways. But can you get uh, high precision out of it? Can you do like an eighty tooth per inch type of thread or something? Yes, there are a bunch of change gears, and there's a right here oh god i'll post this on instagram but there's a uh, nickel plated brass plate with all the possible thread uh pitches that you can do is that a that's a barnes let me see that plate again it's a barnes barnes five Funny, they yeah they have those same plates on like a lot of their stuff that's good Everything. yeah so you can do a a thread that is up Fifty-two one sixty-nine. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> I've literally, I don't know what that means. Uh, anyways, yes, it'll be glorious. Uh, it's a more of a quick restoration project. We didn't have a lot of time. Obviously, he was only here for a few days, and there'd be no point in waiting around for paint to dry. So, uh, after we took it apart and de-rusted and painted, he uh, he had back home. And it was uh, glorious. It Where was did he find a pair? It's always impossible. I mean, I have a pair of those bandsaws, but it's impossible to find pairs of things typically. So that are he, both he put intact. out, yeah, on his channel, he asked uh, if anybody had any uh, foot-powered machinery because he wants to keep it uh, out of the power tool zone. Wow. Uh, and a a person contacted him saying, like, hey, yo, I have two. I have two in my basement just chilling uh <laughs> so we picked him up and he's in illinois and these are made in rockford illinois um so he got them and ha- 
contacted uh, Catskill Foundry, who has the original Barnes wooden patterns for all of the parts for this no lake. And, really? And the Catskill Foundry recast all of the parts that we needed. And he brought those. I would assume, I would assume Catskill casting is in Illinois, not in New York. I have no idea. It's just wherever the guy that happens to collect those patterns exists and is also running the foundry. So we had the seat, the seats. We got two new seats were recast. Uh, and the seat recast along with uh, the thing that holds the, the pedal system in place. And we had to like- fabricate a whole. There's only one. We only had one set of pedals. Uh, and the pedal linkage. So we had to completely refabricate out of like seven eight steel. The uh, it looks like a crankshaft basically. Right. A bunch of bends, a bunch of bends, and then we took some uh, steel to make pedals and welded those onto collets on the shaft of the pedal thing, and then that was it. So it should work. Uh, although I have, he gave me essentially all the original stuff. And he just wanted more of a, like, just a functional lathe, so he took some of the fabricated stuff. It looks uh, like Catskill uh, uh, Castings is in Bloomville, New York. Oh. No kidding. Yeah. Where is that in relation to you, Jimmy? I'm going to look right now. I had no idea. Okay. I know there's, a, you know there's a great casting guy. I never met him, but everyone tells me about him in the local area when I bring up what I do. Yeah, Dr. Castings. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a local casting guy. In um, in Cairo, that's the south. The town's just south of me. Cairo? I don't know him. I know where his building is, and every day I, I pass, I think one day. I'll yeah, stop maybe it's for. close to you. And get some castings done. I'm I'm excited to use it. He took the three jaw chuck though, because he's probably going to use it, and I I probably won't use it every day. So I just have a uh, I have a little giant chuck, like a maybe seven eighths max capacity holding like drill bit chuck thing it's very weird catskill casting is 50 minutes away from me no there you go really is in catskill new york oh cats the catskills not in catskill new york but catskills is a mountainous region and it's also a vacation region getaway but it's also happens to be the name of the catskill town but yeah so the region i wonder i wonder if he has any other pat like any other patterns Wow, I gotta get in touch with this guy just to it's go because if he has if he has the flywheel casting like that be that's kind of cool. Wow, yeah. It says that they do historical roadside markers. They have a pattern shop, bronze plaques, architectural iron castings, boiler and stove castings, industrial iron castings, antique ta- tractor castings, and engine Ooh. castings. Ooh, fantastic! You see these signs? I like that. Now I don't know if that's a if that's a. Uh, you know, a United States wide thing, but these placard signs, you guys may or may not recognize them. When you drive around up here in the yes. 1920s, there was a statewide initiative to mark important historical spots. And there's one just to, down the block from my house. If, if you saw an aerial map of my property, I got 40 acres, my neighbors got like 100. And so there's this huge convergence of property behind all of these properties as a creek. And there used to be a train track, that, a train that ran along that creek. And there was the big 
train disaster of like 18 something. And it happened back there. So that's the one marker I drive by all the time about the train disaster, which happened about a mile away from here. Yeah. And that property that I just bought on Main Street in East Durham, the, the, the batting cage and go-kart yes. spot. I don't know if you guys went back there. There's that big ledge. That ledge was the train track that went across and about three miles down the road is where the accident happened. Yeah. But those markers are all over the place. It's like here is the marker for, and they were all put up in the tens and twenties. Here lies the, you know, the very first Baptist church of this county, and by right. you know, John Smith in the state in that day. And there was a locally there was a big historical, there was an argument on the his, historical, what do you call it, the uh, board of historical documents, whatever you call it here. Half the guys think that the original markers were painted white with red letters and the other half think the original markers were painted blue with gold letters and so you see when like you drive around yeah it's been an ongoing mess so you drive around the county or in all of upstate new york some yeah. of them are white with red letters and most of them are blue with gold letters oh wow and who cast them by the by the time they decided to like modify them and clean them up they were all just rusty you know rust color but like from like 1950 to like 1999, no one cared about them. And then suddenly all the historical libraries up here have said, let's, let's clean those up and paint them Everybody's again. Everybody's all over it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so you see them quite a bit. And he, had, and he must be the guy that has the contract to redo them because I'm looking that's at it looks like. his website. Yeah, has them. So that's, that's a great little connection. Yeah, I would kill the good like. I'm going to call on this week and just go introduce myself and all go visit. Oh, all the castings, because I would love to cast fancy things. I don't know what I'm going to do with the lathe. Do you have any suggestions or ideas? Yeah, you could make a, a you know, a, a lathe that you could use. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never knew. I, you know what? No, my I already have goal, one. Lately, my goal is to try and, like, take these machines that we find and get them to a point where I could at least make like one small thing, like my, my uh, clicker die that I got working. I, it, it didn't work the first time I pulled it out, but I think sitting with oil, now it works. Anyway, the clicker die works about 90%. When I first pulled it out, it worked about 5%. And so I'm going to make keychains on it. I got a clicker made, a clicker die, which is a leather, leather die. It's going to punch out a keychain thing. And then I have one of my hot stamps, which I can clicker die into it and impress it dry. You don't have to wet the yeah. leather. So I'm going to make keychains on it. So think of like one funny little thing you could make on it. Like I could make I know, something. Pen. What's you what's can, weird you, is that the chuck that's on it right now only holds drill bits. Hmm. So oh, that's that one that it looks like a like it's got Yeah, like, just a two jaw chuck. You should do that again. Uh, yeah. It's like when we yeah, were kids when you're scissoring when like like, 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 it's like a it's like the barracuda mouth. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess you, what would that be for? You would clamp something to the carriage or the the ways and drill into it, or it's got to be onto Wait, the carriage. It it only has a two jaw chuck on it. Yes, and it's and the chuck isn't on the tailstock; it's in the main spindle, and it holds a drill bit. And then you would move the it, you'd have to clamp something to the carriage and then right. drill out whatever that would be. But what what the hell? What what is that? Like, is there a, uh, a tiny vice that I'm missing? Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's weird. It's odd. Especially for foot-powered stuff. Like, what are you drilling now? You can't just drill out a million other ways. So you're saying, like, the, 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 the routine of putting the drill bit 
in the movable tail stock and the and your work in the turning headstock is reversed. Yeah. Basically, but how else you can't hold it in the you're gonna hold it in the tail stock? Like it makes no sense. Hmm. <laughs> it's just if you had like maybe a really rough casting and you had to drill some stuff in it, but it seems like an a, an odd way to do that using a is, are both thing. of them set up that way no the other one that he has has the three jaw chuck on it oh well then yours is a piece of shit <laughs> yeah well i gave like we kind of went back and forth in terms of which parts to keep and which ones to give to the other guy so he's going to actually use it in his workshop all the time so might as well give him the chuck whereas i will probably pass it along somehow i don't know what the market is for uh, pedal powered lathes I think but, you got to come up with a theme song that you sing every time you sit down while you're using that type of lathe. So what would the your rhythm. theme song been? Yeah, what would you what what would you sing? Oh, I have no idea. We got to think about. I'm working it. on the railroad. I I I was gonna go no, with. It's a hundred percent something something about putting <laughs> no. It's about putting the pedal to the metal. Hundred oh. percent. Highway star by highway star by purple t purple highway star. Yeah. Like, 100% has to be pedaled. Like, I'm doing a number of pedal to the metal jokes already in the video. It's got to be You know done. what you got to make? If, if uh, I used to have a couple of Volkswagen Bugs when I was in high school, and I had the pedal that looked like a footprint, like the gas yes. pedal that looked like the 70s footprint, you need two of those. So in your machine shop, you should make one of those, and you know, two of those in brass, a left and a right, with, yeah. like, toe patterns on them and stuff. Or, or just make really long chicken feet and use those to power the thing. <laughs> so many possibilities. Bigfoot, oh, like Bigfoot's foot. Land, lots of land from the starry skies above. Don't we fence were... me in. Yes, exactly. So before before you got on, Jimmy, uh, Andrew and I were talking about. Um, Let me ride on, through the. Basically, we're on the topic of re, recasting massive things. We Don't thought about recasting a massive vice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that would be great. I mean, who would we would we get? Uh, Chuck. Who would I, we it came with? it came up only because a vice here locally after auction fees, but it just sold an eight inch vice like three hundred pound Charles Parker sold for twenty five hundred bucks, which is crazy to me. Is that the one you? Uh, it's not crazy. It's not crazy, dude. No, but the it's vice? actually not crazy. Like that's the going price now. Like what did my what would my vice be worth? The one I just fixed up. My, it's not Set? perfect and it work. Tw I get twenty five hundred bucks for that. Two grand, yeah, easy. Wow, oh, shit, that's for Let sale right now. Highest bid. No. It's, it's already on sale. Sixty. Yeah, vice. Like Jim, basically, I would want to sell a year ago. I, no, I, I would yeah, never. Eric touched it, and so it's holy moly. I would never sell Glorious. You can yeah, sell so it. It's you almost you'll use. You'll lose your man card immediately. I would never sell like, that. Like at twenty five hundred bucks, could you recast all the parts of a three hundred pound eight inch jaw vice? Absolutely. And get okay, the sure. necessary machining done and sell it for cheaper. Not cheaper, but you could probably sell it for but around the same price. Here's the thing. Here's the question. Do you or do you not want a new vice versus an old one? That's the question. And I got it. I got, I got, You're going to be able to come up with the same composition of metals and techniques and stuff to yeah. really recreate well, you can, as the way it was back in the day. Yes, but you can do it better than it was. Oh, so they all say. Well, let's just, make. I, can I, I say it? Let's make. Let's make three of them. Ooh. One for each of us. 
Go yeah. to this guy, the Catskill guy. Yeah, and I'll make shit. That's pat- a good reason to call him. I'll make. Uh, I mean, if we need any wooden patterns, I'll make them here. And well, we'll he put, can, he good. can use. He can use the originals, like the just bring them your vice. Maybe I'll ask him that. Yeah. Or no, listen, he can design like a, a massive wiener on the front or, as the handle. I don't know. Need to make the cores wiener. and stuff. Guys, if we're gonna do it, let's make the largest forged vice ever was. Forged is like a ten inch wide jaw, like a ten inch wide jaw with like oh, a two inch, inch. No, sixty, yeah, hundred wide jaw, a hundred inch, inch jaw. You got a it's ten two, inch it, wide lead screw it's on just it. Two, it's two cars just crashing into each other. <laughs> totally. That's the vice. It's like no, it's like it's like uh, two D ten or D twelve dozer. Freaking D twelve. Yeah. No, seriously. How wide would we make the jaws? Twelve inches? Ten inches? No, we gotta go sixteen. Because there's I know there's probably fourteen inch. Is there a fourteen inch? No, there's twelve inch, but you you'd you'd wanna like sixteen, eighteen, twenty, something like that. Wide jaw. No, we'll do it super, super mega and the ultimate Googleplex. So super is sixteen. Super Mega is 18, and Googleplex is 20 inch. Now we're talking okay. about how wide it opens, or how wide the actual jaws. The jaws, Jimmy. The plates. No, and then and then like we make it opens we make by the uh, linear feet. Yeah, how, and how then the, the lead screw the lead screw is eight feet long, so an eight foot jaw <laughs> opening. It's got to have two different zip codes, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so no, in reality, we could make a really cool vice, but. I mean, you can make one that was novelty like that, but let's talk about like the ultimate just, just killer bench vice that you could make for your shop well, that you would use every day. I'm gonna talk to Catskill Casting this week. I'm gonna say, hey, like, let's do this. We'll document everything about it. We'll make three of them, so each one of us has one, and we'll see. We'll see what the cost is, and I'll provide any patterns he needs. We might need cores and stuff. Let's say he copies my vice and blows it up 30 percent. Yeah, that's what you need. The, re, if we, the problem is well, you need like a, you basically, I don't know what, what you'd have to make that pattern. You can't just. Yeah. Well, I could, I could be, if we could get, I think I know exactly the person we can get someone to make the fusion file and then I could 3d print in sections and glue it all together and make it. Yeah. Easy. You're talking to whoever has the biggest 3d printer. Oh, wait, that is in Saskatoon. Did you know that? No way. It is. Wait, I don't want to be a part of this. The largest in North America is in Saskatoon. What? I don't want to be a part <laughs> of this. 3D printer. It prints It prints concrete. No. Oh, I did see that on uh, YouTube one time. No, I want to be... I, if you're going to do it, I want it a real pattern made, like old school. Uh, then I'll make it. I'm totally down yeah. for it. I'll, I like, got my big bandsaw. I got it. Well, let's do it. No, you do it. That's what I'm saying. I'll do it. I don't have a I don't have a creative bone in my body when it comes to stuff like, like a that. Twenty, like a 24 inch wide job you're making that you're making that, that with uh, that like with the nice like waist and the ears yes 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 yeah Ooh. i'm totally up for it and then we make big thick brass jaws or something no <laughs> thick brass jaws titanium jaws that's like having a 3d printed blade on a d12 dozer but we have to <laughs> we have to get a good we gotta find a good axis thread from uh, McMaster or uh, MSC. We gotta find like a good one, like inch and a half, maybe two inch thick. Yeah, oh, like ridiculous. What is it? The Acme thread for the lead screw. Oh, 
There's other companies, yeah, that specialize in that. Well, if you know somebody that wants it, if anybody's listening and you can, no, I've got I eight think foot I, long I'll, lead screw times three vices. Let us know. Then you got to find somebody that can cut the threads for the nut. Well, that's yeah, we can do that. Oh, I've got that three eight. What what I've got three inch eight tap and dies here. I saw Ooh. Those. Ooh. But that, you should make it like, the the finest the finest possible thread. Like ten turns is one inch. <laughs> It'd be like a bridge fort. <laughs> it's just so unnecessary. You're like ah, uh, it has a power feed in and out uh, on the vice. That's what you need. No, the, um, so far, what we've done is is kind of put together like the world's dumbest vice. The worst vice. Of all. Yeah, no, worst if we if we just take that read two hundred eight and just ex- expand it, ex- blow it up. I think we have a 208. It's got a swivel base on it. Yeah. Should oh, we nice. do a swivel base or a static base? Swivel I base is vote. killer. No, static. Swivel's whack. Because then, <laughs> I'm, tr- then <laughs> I'm trusting these like shitty lock nuts for my strength. Like, get out of my life. No, the these lock nuts on a, under its own the, weight. The, the, the locks on the read are not, they're not uh, subpar, they're pretty substantial. Yeah, but they're not as strong as molding it to off. the table. Really, yeah, shearing yeah. off a bolt. <laughs> Welcome to the world's most genius comment of the day. That's what I'm saying. That's why. Like, how are you arguing that swivel's better? Come on. No, I'm, uh, the reason why I say swivel's better is because a vice that big needs to be on its own freestanding base. That's why. So why do you I, need the swivel if you can just walk around it? Because. If you're like me, you'll have too much stuff in the way, and you'll have something really long, and you'll need to open it up, swivel it that way, so you can get a long piece in there. It is nice sometimes, like if it's on a corner of a bench, you want to spin it, you know, yeah, thirty on the bench, so you can 100%. put like a that that hangs in space on either corner. Yeah, a bench know, I vote yes. Yeah, then you but, can swivel all day. A good bench vice that's static that has no swivel base to it has uh, a on the chin underneath a lip that you would have to take your workbench and kind of carve out yeah, so that it's a secondary kind of yes. holding mechanism, like a, right? A locking pin almost. Yeah. I, when I've installed those on my, my, uh, I've installed those in the past. I haven't put them in since I moved up to the Catskills, but I take a couple of pieces of wood and I notch it. So I basically add a pad to the front of my workbench. So I don't have to make a permanent notch. I, you know what I mean? I just right. basically yeah. pad it up. Inch in both directions, so then I could put that notch in, and that notch will like hit right at the corner of the actual workbench. So if yep. I ever want to make a change, I could take it off. I don't have a notch in my workbench. That's smart, but I just never do that. I've got notches everywhere. Just, yeah, and sure. you could uh, build up the little anvil on the back of the place oh. with like hard weld stuff. With I'll show you uh, on one of my original railroad bases, I think on my Charles Parker 978 Ooh. vice with uh, that's uh, a Union Pacific Railroad vice on the original stand. It has, mm. when they cast that stand, they cast that that carved out portion into it. Really? Oh, yeah. Is that the big green one you had sitting there? No, I think this one's black. I'll, go, I'll have to go look. It's been a while since I've had it off there, but I, I think it's So, wait, sure. so... You, Andrew, you've been uh, you, speaking of vices. You have that 500 pound black oh, yeah. vice that you've been <laughs> oh, yeah. working on. The big Did leg you vice. Speaking the collar yeah. for it yet at this point? Not yet. You, no. Not you yet. had a full start. You had to do it again. 
Oh yeah, I, did you see, you see me burn the metal up? Yeah, it looks pretty good. It looks like looks like it's from Moon Rock. It's just melted. Yeah, my phone rang and I went and sat down on my desk and then I went back outside and I could see sparks shooting out of the side of this forge and I was like, oh god dang. Yeah, yeah that sucks. Smooth, smooth moves. Anyways, I kind of was thinking about redoing that anyways, and because I was looking at some of my other vices like that. Here's a perfect example. And they all need it. Well, this, do you see how on this little vice, oh, wait. Mm-hmm. How this is just a box and it bolts in the front instead of bolting in the back. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right? So I was thinking about it. Really, this was probably one flat piece of metal and then they split it with a chisel and spread it out like butterfly mm-hmm. wings then drifted the holes there and there but then if you just threaded this on both sides you could put another plate in there and then be able to put a nut on there and run it up tight yep yes and then you could also mount that to the bench without it being connected to it yeah, so I'm actually could, thinking about scrapping what I've already started. But you can't just make it so it turns around. Oh, I could do that. Yeah. Uh, no. Then weld that weld tail to the back no. of your. No. I'd just rather redo it correctly. You should 3D print it first, and then, then you could. Where cast. did where where did you just find that vice? Mouth? Was what that vice? the rail? That was a railroad vice, or the other one? This? No, the big the big leg oh. vice. Uh, it came out of um, the. Uh, it came out of Austria. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I got two of them that are 500 pounds, and one of them that was 600 pounds with 12 inch wide jaws. Oh my. my Interesting God. story. A buddy of mine says, "Hey, I'm got. I've got this big steam engine show. I would love to put one of your big leg vices on display at the show." So okay, no problem. So he sent his guy down here to pick it up and a couple other things. Supposedly on the way back, it bounced off his trailer and they never found it again. No way. Excuse me? Swear to God. <laughs> Didn't he see I his gas mileage get better? He must have noticed that it was on, on the truck anymore. No, the story gets even uh-huh. better than that. Supposedly, the guy pulled over at a rest stop and when he did to, to, to actually take a rest... When he did, a state trooper pulled up behind him and said, hey, we got a call that a truck and trailer matching your description had something bounce off on the highway back there by the lake. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking I'm getting buttered up the whole time, you know, for, oh, yeah, it's gone it's for in the lake. Yeah, it's gone forever. Dude, I went and looked and looked and looked. I looked for scratch marks. If a vice that big comes off on the highway, it would make yeah, it stops marks. dead. Dead. I was the I I even took an ATV and rode up and down the highway trying to find it and never found it. Never found it. I think they hosed me so bad on that deal. Either that or one day they'll you know five years from now be like, oh hey, there's your vice. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah, with, with, the, with social media, someone's gonna That's see it crazy. somewhere. Yeah. This has been two years ago. Oh man! So it, how that, does it? Okay, how does it? It could have fell off the trailer, and then someone like us three immediately was like, "Oh my God, I have to get that! I don't care." Yeah, Call but my how bro- many people would know what it was? It was mounted on a big wooden base and everything. It was ready for how the show. How many people would they- be able to move it? 
not many. This was a big one, dude. Right. Big, in te- I don't understand. In Texas. Say that again. This happened in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, it's not like rolling down a mountain. Six trucks, uh, every six out of six people drive a truck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole thing is a big hoaxy kind of feeling. It's just, right. I don't know. I don't even like thinking about it because I know they're playing a practical joke on me, but it's just taken years it, it, and it hasn't been resolved yet. So, so did, are they going to pay you $5,000? The thing must have cost a fortune. It costs more than that, but no, I yeah. it's just, uh, you know, accidents happen is where I've left there at the moment. That's about insurance. Didn't these, don't these shows have insurance? Shows? What was oh, it? No, this was an individual going to the Steam show. Oh, yeah. And he's just going to have it as part of his display. Sounds you know, like he needs to a chair and put his fingers in a vice. Yeah. 24-inch Supposedly a good friend. Put his head in a vice. Supposedly a good friend. He's a traitor. He's a traitor. Tie his hands to the steering wheel and cut his fingers off one by one. Carterize him with a cigarette lighter. Oh, God. What movie was that from? that script yet? I don't know. <laughs> For me, it would just be like watching a guy open paint cans with chisels, and I'd <laughs> and I'd be like, "Hey, you, I'll tell you whatever you want. I can't handle it." <laughs> okay. I was trying to follow what, what he was meaning there. Like, oh, okay, I got it now. I just had a moment. He's yeah, getting tortured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'll tell you whatever you want. Oh, chisel boarded. You got chisel boarded. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, Jimmy's would be people pouring milkshakes into his trash can. Is this oh trash can? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you're you guys. You're not taking that trash. I'll tell you whatever I whatever you want. I have no, to they'll tell just, you guys. They'll just camera. take. They'll take his red his red rag, and he's not allowed to have it. I have to tell you guys. I, this is absolutely not for publication, and I can't tell anybody the characters involved. I'll tell you off camera. The funniest liquid in the garbage can story, and you guys won't believe it. I wish I could tell good. the audience I can. I'm going to get in major trouble. Oh, good. I'll, I'll tell you off. And then the next episode, you guys will react to that story live on camera. And you tell me what you think. And then I'll, I'll die. You'll never touch a garbage can with liquid in it ever again. Oh, I don't even want to know. <laughs> That's horrifying. That's horrifying. So I did not get my financing for my forklift. And the guy, the guy faded on me. Oh yeah, that's okay. Service. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be, and, dude. You know the reason I he never checked. He gave me a credit application, and I filled out the whole credit application, and I never asked for my social security number. And I, I figured I'd be the personal guarantor. So I said, "Do you need my social security number?" He goes, "No, no, don't worry about it. We're good." He writes me back. He's like, uh, "This all happened just before Christmas, so a couple of days after New Year." He writes me back. He says. Yeah, you, you didn't pass the credit check. I'm like, what? I don't even have credit on that. My Restaurant Unlimited Incorporated. I go, I never even bought anything with that. I go, my personal credit's 800 and change. He goes, oh, well, yeah, no, we only finance through company names. I'm like, wouldn't you need a personal guarantor if I took out finance? <laughs> You're going to just a company that can just like smoke you? You're going to do that every time? He's like, yeah. Oh, that's how they do it here. I was like, okay. I said, he goes, well, let me have my girl... Uh, send you an application for personal guarantor. I'm like, okay. And I never heard from them. And then last night I found a tractor company in Chicago. Every time you open up Craigslist, and obviously it must be everywhere in the Northeast maybe, you open up Craigslist, you type in forklift, and 25 forklifts are at the top. And they're all good quality, you know, considerably good prices or high prices, I meant to say. 
So they're all substantially good shape. Some you could tell have been repainted and they're all in the same background. So I said, who are these guys? And I made to check to make sure they weren't the guys that I was about to buy one from or thought I was buying one from. Turns out it's a company in Chicago, Illinois. The guy I was going from was in uh, Albany and Syracuse. They said they'll ship anywhere in the Northeast. Financing available. I found the same one that I was quoted for $14,000, which is $3,000 cheaper than the quote I got. And right. so I wrote to the guy, I, you know, he says financing available all over the page. So I was like, would you finance this? Let me know. Let's get in touch. So I'll probably get a call from him at eight in the morning because these guys don't sleep on this stuff. And uh, so we'll see where it goes. Toyota. Jimmy, well, Jimmy, why don't you just lease a brand new one? Um, You know, I'm, be, a, honestly, it's like I'm 400 bucks a month. I might. I mean, I'll see what this guy says. I'm just a little nervous about finances lately because, uh, 2018 was like the year of the advertisement in front of the vlog, and I made a lot of money. And if you notice, I haven't been doing vlogs, so I haven't made as much money. So we'll get back to get... doing your vlogs. Listen, I'm, gonna, I'm actually after today, I'm going to finish my next vlog. I got to post it because I do have a couple little advertisements I need to insert in that. Yeah, but, yeah, but how many millions do you have tucked away at the moment? <laughs> Let's check the internet. It'll tell you. Yeah, okay, what well, was I, it last time? Like $400 billion. <laughs> like, if you're, you're living off the dividends of your investments, so don't I wouldn't worry about these things. Yeah, you know, every <laughs> once in a while, you get hit with, like, I get hit with taxes, you know. This, I've been, yeah, that's, who gets That's, who, normal. that's, normal. that's normal. not once in a while. <laughs> that's a, once in a while, I have to pay taxes. I got to say, ongoing. Like, property tax. I got hit with, like, thousands of dollars in bills, like, in the last, like, week. I got a pile of bills on the table here I got to go through. Oh, it's crazy. So, yes. you know, every once in a while you get you get kicked in the nuts and you just got to like you got to take a knee and you got to be like, OK, I'm just gonna you got to take a knee and call your accountant and tell them to transfer money and to pay those bills. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Take it from the secret account. The good thing is the old man has made his way back to my side of the basement in YouTube and he's opening up faucets in my vicinity. And oh, uh, I, that I got, like I got five million channel views this this last month oh yeah i turned your deal back on yeah oh thank you thank you yeah i i had you kind of you know kind of clamped down a little bit because yeah, you were being a, a fucking hemostat on my fucking hose no but you're you know you're it was getting a little like <laughs> kind of shit <laughs> and so i i put you in timeout for a minute and now that you're laughing again and happy again then it's good everything's good yeah, now your channels now you can live again like I, no, so, I literally thought you were gonna kill yourself a week ago or two weeks ago. No, honestly, I was stressed <laughs> out about this medical thing that's been going on, but I got I got uh, assurances from the doctor that it's not nothing to panic about. And uh, I didn't talk about it on making it. What? You got an addictomy? I got an addictomy. Finally, I'm actually a man for real. No, I I had this like sinus problem, and I've talked about it vaguely, and it's been four years since I had a, a an attempted. Uh, implant done in my upper jaw and it didn't work the first time the, the doctor tore my sinus lining and we closed it up she did it again six eight months later did it again she tore my sinus lining and closed the hole and said that's it we gotta wait and she then i never went back to her sinus but, yep. lining yeah from the inside she basically it's called the sinus lift if you want to get it's called grossed the, out. the sinus hymen if, yeah exactly if you want to throw up your lunch go look up what a sinus lift looks like yeah, like that video I sent you. You like that one? Oh, my God. I don't follow you. A sinus lift is a surgery that adds bone to your upper jaw and the area of your molars and premolars 
right. It is sometimes called sinus augmentation. The bone is added between your jaw and the maxillary sinuses, which are on either side of your nose. So what does it do? What, what does that? What does it do for it, you? It basically they got to add they got to add a uh, like a sterling silver screw into your jawbone, and when you lose teeth, there's not enough bone there. So they put it in a sill plate, and that sill plate will graft into your jawbone from the inside down. <laughs> you should see Andrew's face. Yes. And there's always a high risk of infection because they, they, they cut your bone and they scrape your lining, and that's what happened to me. Oh. And so that was four years ago. I gave up on trying to have that done, and I always had a weird – I always had like a weird, uh, you know, I knew that I had had surgery there. And I go to the doctor the other day and I said, I think I have a hole in the side of my, I think the hole never closed up. She's like, no, because there's skin grown over it, but there's like a dimple in my, in my gum line. And so she x-rayed me. Can you shut up? <laughs> God damn, son. This is all. Shut your is, mouth. I'm so not, grossed out right now. I don't even know what to say. Hey, He's gonna like hang man. himself in his office. Oh my <laughs> god! All of this is just terrible. So this is why I was freaked out. You wrote to me and you're like, you seem so, you seem so like somber in your stories. What's going on? And this was on my mind since like Christmas because I got I got a severe cold and it messed with my sinuses. It brought all this pain for the first time in four years like to the surface. And I was like, that's it. I have a bone infection. I have a, a tumor in my sinuses, and I was freaked out. I went to the doctor. This is all going me. on in your mouth. What about the rest oh, of your Oh, it's body? happening inside my skull between my eyeball and my sinus. Oh, that's My normal. mouth is fine. There's no infection in my mouth. It'd be so Not cool yet. if you only had one eye like Kevin Willey. I almost only had one eye. Yeah. <laughs> so when she x-rayed my skull, she's like, wow, you got a major sinus inflammation. That's why you need to go to the ENT, the ear, nose, throat doctor. And I went to him. So last week I went to thank two you, doctors. Thank you for clarifying that. And the ENT said, don't go back to the dentist. Let me fix this. I said, but I have a hole in my bone. He goes, it doesn't fucking matter. You'll be fine. I was like, I'm sure that's exactly what he said. <laughs> kind of exactly what he said. He goes, fuck these dentists. They give me so much fucking business. They always fuck everybody's sinuses up. And Good Lord, son. That's so, that's so New York it hurts. It's exactly what he said. He goes, they have more business from these fucking dentists. That's why we said it. And uh, anyways. So I'm on like a strong antibiotic for three weeks and then I got to go back. But I was like, I thought I was going to have like craniofacial surgery. They were going to like lift my jawbone out and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Willie. Like full, pla like you're going to plastic surgery, you're gonna, so much surgery, you look like Cher. Oh, God forbid. I said that the dentist. Cher, how about the Catwoman? Yeah. And yeah, that's dentist, creepy. Oh my God! The, yeah, Wilderstein. Ooh, look up, look up, uh, Julian Wilderstein or something Wilderstein. So the dentist sat me down. She's like, "Why are you so neurotic about this?" I was like, "Cause this is my money maker. I don't want to end up looking like <laughs> Frankenstein. Yeah. Like, I don't want my cheekbone to sink in and my eyeball to pop out. This <laughs> could be a I new thing. Stay as it is. I mean, I'm already fucking dealing with aging. I wanted to just stay as it is as long. Give as me. Let, I just talk about your money maker a little bit more, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's talk about your money maker will we <laughs> yeah it's all let's about see it. that money maker show us your money making, maker season three of making it was renewed you know oh nice I, I can't go back to making it with an eye patch and a dimple where a cheek used to what? be yeah uh, sure you can. Sure you can. 
Why not? Whatever. Eric, you, Eric, you broke whatever, you, whatever you just said sounded exactly like the first generation of Max Hedrum. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, I said now you're then you'd be even more interesting. Like like pirate pirate yeah, makes like, knife and scissors. On making it this episode, we're gonna show yeah. you how to be safe in the shop. Jimmy, take it over. <laughs> well, yeah, my, my, like Quasimodo's the new guy, the new shop hand. That's great. Like, no, when I was when I was seven years old, I tell this story often just to, to students, and I've told it on podcasts, and whatever. When oh! I was, Eric, when I thought I was that was a sword. Eight, when I was seven or eight years old, my brother was was using a razor blade, like a you know, like a utility knife, and he was struggling to cut through like a piece of like carpeting. We were going to make a scarecrow, and I walked yes. up behind him just as the razor blade slipped through the material he was cutting, and all that inertia in his arm just swung back and poked me right in the eye with the point of the razor blade right in my eyelid so i got eight seven or eight stitches or five stitches right along my eyelid like right where i'm pushing. and what? like I not it, on your eyeball it, it, it could have landed he could have sliced so right close that's have you ever disgusting. seen those people that can put milk in their nose and shoot it out the corner of their eye i could probably do that because every time i pop my ears i hear i feel air blow into my eyeball wait wait yeah eric have you seen that before? I've yeah. seen it. I can I can do I can do the same thing that Jimmy does. When I blow my nose, uh, a little bit of air comes out of my eyes. It's like window well, washers. Y'all are, are both so gross. I I mean, <laughs> it's really disgusting. Like like really. What are we gonna do? Like Nick, like have anal secretions on the table or something? That's oh. actually how I drink milk. How long do you want to make oh! this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I just tr- I drink through milk. my eyes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm tracking. I'm tracking. So, Jimmy, now that we've covered you, uh, WebMD with you. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't chew on your finger, by the way, because that will give you some kind of toxicity poisoning. Yeah, that's that's what he should be worried about. Yeah. yeah I, went to po- I went to touch something in my mouth at some point. The dentist like, keep your dirty fingers out of your mouth. No doubt. <laughs> you Seriously, like. Like, I don't put your fingers inside anything that are inside somebody else, including yourself. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah. never mind. It's a hazmat. You're dirty. It's a hazmat hand. So shall we? Shall we discuss the one-year anniversary? Oh yeah, it's been one year. December twenty-sixth was our first show. That was obviously uh, twenty nineteen. Would have been our anniversary. Now it's a couple of weeks later. But, Can you uh, do yeah. that higher pitched voice again? Kind of that prepubescent, uh, kind of like, oh, well, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. One year ago. Oh, 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 Jimmy DeResta. That's what I'm going to sound like after they take my cheekbone out. Dude, if they do that, you can just kiss your uh, YouTube career goodbye, okay? Well, it's so, going to be all hands from now on. Yeah, that's why I only have my hands in the video. Wait, do you put your face, face in the uh, videos, Jimmy? <laughs> Once in a while, like if I'm doing a wide shot and I'm doing something. But obviously the vlogs, I'm always in there. I'll just stick one of my cats in, in it and I'll just do the voice and have the cat pretend to be me. There you go. Vlogs on YouTube? Uh, I, I've done 85 vlogs. Number 86, I still need to do. I'll probably do it tonight and tomorrow and try and publish it this week. It'll be interesting. I will watch. You guys are in it because it's from our trips this summer. Yeah, I have it's a gotta be. There's so tweet. much stuff. Did yeah. you shoot that gun, Jimmy? You know, I didn't have a chance to with my uh, medical condition. I had to go to the doctor twice this week, and 
I was hoping to like link it immediately. So when I put the video up, I had the, the guys down the block where I buy my gun equipment did not have, did not have uh, 22 shorts and they do now they bought them for me. So they got them in. So I haven't had a chance to go over there and get them. And once they I do sell that at the milk run. No, uh, G and H is in Greenville. Oh, the guy that owns GNH is a is a is a gun Walmart. aficionado, so he has all G kinds of GNHs is the place to be. Can't you just go to like Walmart? Shorts, I need you to order for me. Well, I thought I'd be able to go there. It just threw up my whole schedule. So <clears throat> this week we're gonna shoot it. I think uh I couldn't run I had Ram set twenty twos in there and I couldn't run them through because they're not the same length. So they weren't they weren't being carried by the uh the loader. Wait, it, Ram set twenty twos like for sinking concrete anchors? Yeah, they're obviously That's a little That's what you shorter. put in your antique gun. <laughs> That's what you put in your antique gun, Jimmy Dresser. You should go comment. You put Ram Set 22 blanks in your <laughs> antique Winchester lever action gun, Jimmy Dresser? Yeah, they eject perfectly after I shoot it. Cool, like, did it work pretty good? It, it, it shot and ejected well. Obviously, I didn't run a bullet through it, but that'll be this week. I am very interested. And see that. Me too. Me too. Extremely interested. I have a bulletproof. Load you an actual 22 short. Say it again. See if Ramset can't just send you an actual 22 short live round. Yeah. Well, I I have the bullets. The guy sent me a picture. They they make them. That's how they pre drill. They just blast a hole. Yeah. What are you saying? They actually shoot a Ramset bullet into. Yeah. Okay. The Ram sets only shoot nails. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they yeah, only I, fire I, like, you'll, you yeah. probably won't die. I just want to see the gun function. Jimmy, yeah. I have a question. What does a very rare restoration mean? What you does know, that mean? I'll tell you, this is funny. I have yeah, a guy. There's a couple of guys that helped me behind the scenes. They just redid my website and stuff. And he has this whole algorithm tagging system that he likes to play with. And he said, he goes, every time you post a video, could you let me at least do a couple of tweaks to it to try and experiment with getting numbers up? He's like studying the whole algorithm system. So I write Duresta Winchester 1973 rehabilitation. That's what I called it. Yeah. Which and I sent him the video and I said, do your tweaking to it. And then he publishes it. So I let him do the final publishing. And he he tweaks the description a little bit, corrects my spelling. And he's the one my buddy, (laughs) my buddy, Adam changed the title. He's always like looking for buzzwords that will. Yes, those those are excellent restoration buzzwords. This is called clickbait, right? Clickbait. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, uh, in the sense that. YouTube is now basically forcing people to do that, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, if you don't play their game, they don't ignore you. They'll hey, basically I have they a put a hit stat on your A order. Who yeah. is random hands restoration? Oh, that guy's garbage to us. He's what? That guy that guy's pure garbage. I is mean, seriously, like he's a, restoring he, an angle grinder. He needs to be punched in the face. I hope he's listening to this. Dude, no, that's that's that the. Uh, it's fine. I, like I don't know him personally. I just he's the. Uh, Random hands. Did he have to use the word hands? He's actually based in Pakistan, and he very clearly 
has fake rust all over a lot of. Oh. of Who's restoring a, a CCTV camera this week? Who's that? I have no. I have no idea. I got a, a meme. Okay, that's listen, just, random hands. If you're listening, you should just go ahead and, and take your YouTube channel off because it sucks. <laughs> he uh, he he has some he has some like serious numbers. Like he figured out the thumbnail that people want, which is the rustiest possible thing on earth. And that's what I tried to do with my Winchester. Yeah. I first put up a picture of the inside of the action. And I said, I talked to Adam, I'm like, which one do you think would be better? This picture, or this picture. I go, this is what everyone's kind of going with. He said, let's go with the rusty picture. We went with the rusty picture. And yeah. that first day, my views went up 10%, like immediately. Yeah, yeah the rusty always helps. It's Everyone wants it's, it's basically, think of like any HGTV, like before and after home renovation thing. Like you want the worst turned into the best is, is all it is. But you know, I try to focus on interesting items. You know, like a gun is super cool. Uh, like, I, I'm not really, like, I don't need to do a screwdriver. You know, it's not that interesting. But I, at the end, I still don't understand. I'll never understand the algorithm. Like, when you see antique gas-powered washing machine, like, how are you not immediately interested? I don't know. <laughs> like, that's just me, I guess. Yeah. I'd be all over that times a million like there's nothing cooler than that i basically peaked is what i'm saying it's over guys no i think what jimmy's saying is he got somebody a little bit younger than him yeah to <laughs> give no, it's just, uh, the word should be and that's true as I mean, youtube Adam, as Adam youtube evolves with this unnecessary clickbaitiness like uh, it's a tough call on what to do because you you need to survive but you also don't want to alienate you're more it's like you have to appease both sides unfortunately which sucks you'd rather just do whatever you want and the people who enjoy it can enjoy it mm -hmm. but oh they gotta sass you up you know if you put a human face in a thumbnail it's like automatic 25 percent more views automatic really, really? it never oh works my. it always goes the opposite yeah that have was you before you had your silver lining surgery yeah that was because of the surgery yeah <laughs> now no, that like your face you is pretty if, you, again, you, if know, you go on trending if you go on trending it's like automatically there there isn't one thumbnail that doesn't have a human being's face that looks that it, in some sort of emotion have you but, have you ever been on trending i got on trending once uh, what is, wait what is trending i had i had one view from trending <laughs> well i mean is, did you make the list i was i went up to number 41 on trending one time how do you check what like list? A fan told me. <laughs> he said, oh, "Hey, yeah, I'm I don't trending." Know. No, I just know from the view history that I, I got one view on trending like a year ago for something. I just I don't remember anymore. What, no, what is I, trending? What's trending? Trending is a list on YouTube that like every day there's like the top 50 videos that are actually being watched the most. But everyone knows it's bullshit because. It yeah. would be if there were new videos, they would be in sequential order of how many views there are. But like number two on trending would be like forty thousand views because it's like some makeup person. It's yeah. actually complete bullshit. Yeah. It's all makeup and like fashion vloggers. It's never anybody like us. Yeah, like um, it's not well, related. It's not related. Citizens. Yeah, it's not related to views, unfortunately. Uh, it's just how I don't know engagement or something. You know, like my YouTubers think people just pick it. There's somebody that just, just, 
it's somebody's emotional instinct that has nothing yeah, to do it's with very anything. frustrating because i've i might have made it at some point my uh the maytag engine restoration that was a million views in 48 hours god damn which yours was remember which, those days. which if you go on trending right now there are videos like older than two days and they have you know two hundred thousand and they're like third on trending for some reason that i'm not unclear about but i just I'll went probably, on trending I'll never and I got... i'll never get that amount of views again most likely the top trending one on my deal right now is surprising people with justin bieber 21 hours or 21 hours ago it's got 6.3 million views is that the one where he restores an antique vice yeah yeah, yeah that's <laughs> i guarantee you if you asked justin bieber what is a vice or an amble his face would go blank he would have no clue he would say ambien and the thing that roadrunner drops on the other thing now hey, if you <laughs> sent him a blinged out vice diamond or platinum palladium necklace or something that he could wear, then all of a sudden anvils and vices and all that would be cool because it would be his bling. Yo, there you what's go. Up, that's, what you, that's what you got to send him. Pushing the outer limits. What's up? Biatch? Yeah. So on trending, is it mostly thumbnails of people with faces? Unlike people without faces. Yeah, mine's really weird. Soon to have yeah. half a face. Yeah, just yeah. So that's kind of it's just human nature, really. What can you do? Not the end of the world. Mark and Ellen go casket shopping. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. I don't know who those people are. Last to stop doing gymnastics wins a cash prize. Oh, that's got to be Mr. Beast. <laughs> like Selena Mr. Beast? Gomez. Oh, now everybody's copying Mr. Beast's ideas. Everybody. Really. Mr. Beast is trending every day on YouTube with craziest stuff like the last person to take his hand off the Tesla keeps it. And it's usually his group of friends or he goes out with like $50,000 cash and just hands them to homeless people at red lights. And now and he's getting crazy numbers like 15, 20 million views in a day. And so now other YouTubers are doing like last person to get up off the toilet wins $10,000 like the stupidest. Everyone's trying to like think of a funny thing. They're yeah, and then, and then the trend dies, and then the channel goes away, and then nobody cares, and these people don't plan at all. So yeah, what, we could, like what would our contest be? What would our contest be? Like, last person to drill a hole in the steel? <laughs> well, it would be... I don't know. That's a good question. Last person to flatten the round metal? The last person, the last person to get a drip out of his oil can. Oh! Like that's good clickbait, Jimmy Duresta. You got to pump it. You got to get like an Eagle oil can, like a big one, like a $30 one from like Tractor Jimmy, Supply. Jimmy, Fill it. do it. Do it. You're most and views 2020. <laughs> last person to get the last And the, the, this And the person wins the vice. One of the, we'll make four vices in the last we'll person. We'll make four. four vice. Yeah. The fourth Jimmy, voice that's $5,000 Literally, time. Jimmy, your YouTube would smoke the number. That we got to get Adam in that contest, too. We got to get Adam. But we got to start with, like, four brand-new Eagle Oilers filled with to the top. You got to, like, you got to fill them to the top and then, like, let it drip out when you stuck the, the siphon in just so that I'm it's, not, like, eat everything. I'm not doing a competition like that with Adam. I'm not. <laughs> he's the he's too. No, he's too methodical. He'll have a strategy. He'll... <laughs> 
he'll win because he's thought about it, where the three of us will just jump in there and be like, start squeezing this thing as fast as we can. Uh, well, we got to play a disco song. I just, I've been doing spin class, by the way. So we got to do a disco song and you got to pump on the beat. So it's like, boom, 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 boom. you got to go. There'll be a judge for each person. And the last person that gets up that actually provides a nice wins the device. Is your, is your spin class in a strip club? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 spin class with Taylor. I need to get in shape. I'm I'm fucking out of shape. So I've been, You've been saying shape. that for like uh I don't know, ever since I met you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but you're but not out of shape. You're not out of shape. Nah, I'm just, I just, I just want to lose twenty pounds. If I lose twenty Jimmy, pounds, I'll be happy. Listen, I just want to let me nice be honest 20. with you. One on one. Turn all the recordings off. No one can hear this but me and you and, and Eric, okay? That's all. Because you don't have an ass, <laughs> it makes it hard for you to run because your pants don't stay up. And then you have all that crap in your pockets, and then right. you try to like run somewhere, and you're like, man, I'm out of shape. Go put on a pair of shorts and tennis shoes, and I guarantee you, you can run like the wind, son. Oh I'm on the bicycle today, and I have to keep stopping to pull my pants up. If I see Jimmy in shorts and running shoes, like I don't, I don't even, I don't, I don't even know what I can't. I want to go to the gym in Burke in uh, in in Bluntstones and pants. And Taylor's like, if you come like that, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna kill. And just go there and start and start fixing and repairing all the machines. So today, today I'm on the spin class. Listen to this bullshit. So I'm in the spin class today, and I'm like. I'm like all hunched over. My fucking back's killing me. I'm like, I'm like reaching for the, for the handlebars. I'm like, these things got to have more room. So they have these, tur- you used to be able to just pull the pin and mold. Now you got to like turn the pin in and lock it. So while the spin class is going on, I'm trying to unscrew the pin so that I can then pull it. And then I pull it and I pull the handlebars up to what and I out. think is like a notch out. Fucking oh, out. Lord. <laughs> then I'm like, fumble. I'm like laughing to myself. I'm like, I must. Are you clipped in the pedals? Are you clipped into the pedals? Yeah, but I mean, I'm able to like maintain my my balance, and I'm like fucking fumbling with it, and then I put it in. I'm like, shit. I hope I got the right. I hope I got at least one click in, so that I don't like stand up and pull them out while I'm not ready. For it. <laughs> I want everybody to envision you right now doing spin class, like in the spot where the spin class is really fast. You're going, going, going. So you're standing up, and you're exactly butt ass naked. No. The ghost, the ghost just saw that, and the ghost just left. Yeah, that's how you fix it. I heard the door just slam in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm out of here. I can't see this guy. In I'm just shoes. smiling right now, thinking to myself, <laughs> how many people just threw up on their desk, their work desk, <laughs> their car dash. Yeah. In a few I weeks. I wonder where. Gonna... I wonder where most people listen to this podcast. In car, probably. <laughs> I think in the shop. Or the workshop, yeah. That might be a good point. Prison? Prison, yeah. Also a great uh, prison podcast. Group I'm therapy sure. sessions? So, Andrew, yeah. I want to I bug you a little bit. I haven't seen too many Go power ahead. hammers coming and going. What's going on? Oh, he's done. Okay. Out of no, ideas? Certain... How do you get out of ideas? Don't, don't wink kidding. at I'm me like that, little shit. <laughs> I'm being a troll. There's a strategy time of year when things do and don't sell. Okay, and this is the time of year when power hammers don't sell as well, especially the month after Christmas, because 
yeah, either that or everyone's, you know, got uh, buyer's remorse from the stuff that they bought or that, you know, they get their credit card statement and they're like, holy crap, I actually owe that much money. Sure. So, you know, you got to keep things in, in retrospect to, to what's going on with the society. Um, so, you know, right now, in November, people still buy things for themselves. In December, people buy things for other people. So December and January, in regards to sales, historically, don't do that well. That's interesting. I never paid attention to that. That's good to know. Yeah. Hmm. There's also months in the summertime when it's really hot, when, when blacksmithing stuff doesn't sell. Because it's so hot, people are reluctant to fire up forges, you know. That's and funny. when I say that, I say that more geared towards the hobby type people because the people that are doing it for a living, they do it year round. It doesn't matter what they're doing or right, what right. the temperature is, you know. Yeah. Hey, can I? I've been meaning to ask you this question. I never got around to it. So put that I in your pipe friend. and suck it, punk. I Go met ahead. a friend in uh, when I was in Vegas, a new friend, and he provides financing for anything. He will provide financing for anything. And he oh, says, so he's in the mafia? Uh, kind of, yeah. It's like kind of legalized loan sharking. But he can get financing to anybody for anything. So I was I was wondering, Andrew, since you sell heavy ticket items, if that would be something of interest to you, I can connect you with my my new friend Richard. He was going to maybe finance this forklift, and he said to me, he goes, "It's crazy that they don't give you financing. It makes no sense." He goes, "There's no reason because you're going to be a personal guarantor for them." He goes, "He goes with me, you're going to probably have a higher interest rate, obviously, because he does like loan shark sh loans." But he yeah. said. Uh, uh, with them, he goes, I pushed them to do a personal guarantor application just way, you know, and then, then they never came back to me. So I'm on to somebody else, but he does provide financing to anybody that sells anything. And he's mostly in like the heavy equipment tool business because that's just what he works in. So if you ever have somebody that's on the fence and you say, Hey, maybe I can get you financing, you get paid straight up and then he gets the interest. Yeah. I don't personally need financing, but no, no, I, no, no customers. I'm saying if there's anybody local to you. So here's the way I work that if I like you, okay, is a very one-sided financing type situation. I, I don't mind to do this. If I like you and I feel like you're legit, I'll do a deal with you. Let's say you're going to buy a power hammer, 50-pound little giant, okay, 8500 bucks. I'll do a deal where it's 50% down, and then we'll come up with a time frame where you have to pay it off. Let's say it's six mm -hmm. months. Mm -hmm. In that six months, we're going to designate the payment date that your payment is due to me. If for any reason whatsoever, what it doesn't matter what the reason is. If you miss your payment, I keep everything. Everything. Your down payment, everything. And everything stays in my possession until it's paid for anyways. Oh. And so, And it's a 0% financing deal. But it allows people that legitimately want a piece of equipment or something that they can't afford outright to make payments, right? And to do it on their word and get what they're after. Ultimately. No credit check. No right. credit. I've only had two people not do it, not, not fall through. And they thought I was being hard because I kept their money and all that. But I said, look, dude, you signed the deal with me. This is the deal we made. I didn't do this to be a jerk. I did this to help you out. Yeah. You know, yeah. you missed your payment. I didn't miss your payment. Mm -hmm. So only twice have I ever been had to be hard on people for that. So, yeah, I provide financing. You know, so I was really I sorry. Like, I, tried, I tried to do my best and tell you I was sorry, but you didn't listen to me. So what? 
I, I, we were clear about this from the beginning. I don't care. You know, I, you know that you know that the dog ate my homework. Right. I hope it tasted good. Told you that. Told you I had to go to the doctor. Told you that. Jimmy. The sinus. Let's, let's keep role playing this, Jimmy. I tried to help you out. You got in your own way. You had you got your own way. You got your own. Told you I had a toothache. Listen, told I you. tell you what. Here's what I'll do. I'm the advertisement add, stopped. I told you I, I used to do vlogs. Told you. I'm gonna add two thousand dollars to the purchase price. Yeah. You can pay me half of that right now, and I'll continue on. You got to meet the rest of your payments as designed. Can I wait to see if Dollar Shave Club calls me back? Now I just blocked you from my contact list. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about that Dollar Shave Club money. (laughs) Dude, do people not realize that those things are just so pyramid, like, they're like pyramid schemes, right? Which ones? The Dollar Shave Club or whatever. No, the Dollar Shave Club, like where you get... You get a new pack of razors, and you don't even have to call. No, that, I've, shaved, I've shaved once in the last twelve years. I need like one razor. I have a razor, and it's just so I can skim out the nose hairs that I have in my face. <laughs> All I do is, is disgust Andrew constantly <laughs> with my body. Both of y'all, seriously. That's what we do. That's what we do. I think I want to see the two of y'all mud wrestle like in old school. Oh yeah, speedos like first like first one. Jimmy, here it'll be a challenge. First one, first one to pop a boner loses. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy got like a little boy smile, like he got so excited about that. Like, yeah. like the ice cream truck was coming down the street, dude. But it was the whoever was getting the first boner. That's the, the first one to pop a boner wins the vice. Yeah. I need to do something manly right now, like carve a pencil or something sharp. Carve, carve a pencil, yes. Men, go carve your pencils. No, that's a little ridiculous. Oh, he's actually carving a pencil. It's How do you just have... Ridiculous. Nice pun there, sweetie. Yes, exactly. You just have a knife and a pencil available, I guess, at all times. Oh, man. Which I do not. I... Uh... Um, I keep yes. a pencil in my anus all the time just in case I need to write on something. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. But I have to... Shall, I gotta shall we discuss the full 2020 hot on the horizon? Wait. Are you going somewhere now? Like you're important? Like someone's at the back gate or what? Oh, like... Uh, yeah, always. It's Sunday. Got, I got things to do. I got, so I got 2020 hot on the horizon? All of 20, like what we should, and then we'll revisit it like a year from now and be like, did you accomplish or obtain these items? Wait, what were we talking about? I wasn't listening. Full 2020 hot on the horizon, like goals. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Tool, even tool goals, but I guess also. Well, well, we I want to we haven't talked. Um, I could. uh, Well, we we. In the last, since we actually had a podcast, I've acquired my my big duol bandsaw, which I was very happy. I'm really happy with my. People are going to be pleasantly surprised when the scissors that I just made. Yeah. They're going to realize I I cut them out on the bandsaw. I didn't actually forge them. So. It's gonna oh, be- I thought you uh, plasma cut. You them. cut them out on the on the. Plasma cut down at the moment. Ooh. Yeah, the the scissors that I just made, I I bandsawed them out of a leaf spring. Oh, that's cool. I had to anneal the steel 
in yeah. the even heat oven and I flattened it out. I drew on it. I had made a pattern out of wood and I drew the pattern on it with chalk and then I bandsawed it out on the, the new dual bandsaw. So the scissor oh, project that? came up out of the dual bandsaw. Out of the bandsaw. Yeah. So I, I really to... like the, uh, the little welder on it. It's great, isn't it? That's yeah. so cool. That's a good idea. I'm... I got to do a bandsaw a tour. I'm going to do a tour of all of my bandsaws now that I have a good wide selection. Oh, and the the star bandsaw will be the one that we do? Okay, cool. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I love that. Man. I use it. I use that most often because it's got that big wide neck and it's easy right, to flip yes. on. Yeah, the, the riser block. The all the ones are are I mean my big giant new one. I have one in the in the rented shop and one in the black barn, but that one I have to turn on the American rotary converter, so sometimes it's a pain yeah. in the dick. You should just spend like maybe next time I'm there, we just knock out all the all the bandsaw wheels and just replace all the bearings on all of the bandsaws, and then oh, you're well, done for so like fun. done for like thirty years. You'd be there <laughs> for months. You'd be there for just, months. Yeah, but you ha no, it wasn't that bad. There's only I, don't, I forget four or six for the some are double stacked, and yeah, just load it up. Get that nice so, smooth running, Jimmy. I know that uh, that you also a traumatic thing that you had happen was that Brett left you. Your daughter, <laughs> yeah, your daughter Brett left you forever. Yep, Brett moved on. Brett moved to Kansas. Great he's, sadness. He's listening to this. Every word we say, he's listening to. So Brett went to Kansas to. Brett, congratulations, Jimmy. Now can find nothing in his shop. <laughs> yeah. He's on his way to to Joshua Tree. I'm sure he's there by now. He goes a couple of days ago on Instagram. It looked like he was driving his way out there. Wait, so is Joshua, Joshua Tree, Tree a, a music festival? Yeah, it's a music festival. It's right next to Coachella. Yeah, I thought he was in jo Joshua Tree. Is a town it's in a place. California. <laughs> oh. It is kind of a music festival. There's five people there: Brett, Jesse, Jesse's brother, Mike, and. Uh, yeah, but I, so are you sad that he's gone? Uh, no, you know, it's the next phase. It's the next phase. Uh, Brett was great. Actually, I credit Brett with 100% with my moving into blacksmithing because I remember Brett and I were just getting to know each other that first, uh, that first couple of months we were together, and I had gotten a message from the guys at Baltimore Knife and Sword, one of the older brothers out of, out of that team that is not on camera. These are the guys that were on the All Me channel where they made swords and knives and stuff. The older brother invited me to the hammering, and I didn't. I'd never been to a hammering. I didn't know anything. And I said to Brett, "I'm like, oh yeah, this guy invited." And Brett's like, "What? We gotta go to that." I'm like, "Oh really?" I, I go, "Well, this is the guy's number. Make arrangements with him." And so Brett made arrangements, and I went with Brett to that Baltimore Knife and Sword hammering. I met Chris Cash for the very first time. Uh, I, I met the uh, the girl that squeaks that that does blacksmith. I can't remember her name. And um, that squeaks. I, the, the guys. <laughs> The guys from uh, Baltimore Knife and Sword, you know, Kerry and and, right. and all those guys and, and Ilya. And it was a, an amazing inspirational trip. I left that that trip that I would not have gone on if it had been for Brett. I left that trip, immediately found the power hammer that I now have, which I never used, but I did get to restore it. And I started collecting blacksmithing equipment after that trip. And that led me into, yeah. you know, deepening our relationship, Andrew. I love yeah. how deep we are. All, We're so deep. It's all, Actually, it's I didn't know you before that. Why do you have to add in, like, in quotations or in parentheses, the power hammer quote or 
parentheses or whatever that I don't use. No, quote. I got to get better dyes on it. I will use it. I will. This is I'm like a forklift thing with you. Machine them up. Machine them up. I'll I'll miss Brett. It's great sense. Yeah. I don't well, know when uh, I don't know when I'll see him again. I don't even know. He's got he, Joshua Tree. He might be at uh, Workbench Con. He's coming to Make a Central. Is anybody going at to Make a Central? Workbench Con. Uh, I talked to Nick about it, but like it's it was expensive for me to go, so I'm debating what to do about that. I'm going. What is? I'm not going because is that the people that. That's reached out to me. What's that? No, that's that's the England. Uh, England is is the lobby hang. You're thinking of Workbench Con, which is where you did not get the gig, and no. that's in Atlanta. Workbench Con no. is is in the lobby in England, where we all hang out till midnight talking about nonsense. Remember when you, you said, say you did not get the gig? What? Well, how does that? How are you wanting that to be portrayed from my perspective? <laughs> no, no, no. It's. A, <laughs> It's the gig that you quoted, and it didn't come. Was through. it like a nanny nanny boo boo type thing? No. Or was it like a <laughs> like a you didn't get the gig, but I did, or was it oh, like it's uh, really just I was putting you didn't some, get the gig, and I'm pissed off that they didn't give you the gig, or where are you coming from with that? I was putting an identifying marker on it to jog your memory. Okay, I like that. I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> I'll go with that. Yeah, I wish uh, God you were there. I mean, that would be make the trip thousand times more fun. Well, yeah. I'll come, but I won't bring anything because they didn't pay me to bring anything. Yeah. Oh, you could just show up in Atlanta. It's not that not that far. No, they, I think they wanted free stuff. Yeah. Free things. Yeah, that's harder to do. Let me let no. me just say this. Just because I or you or you have something doesn't mean that we're gonna just dole it out for free. We had to pay for it. Well, Jimmy didn't, but <laughs> especially if it's heavy. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, heavy and, things. Yes, yeah. I cannot bring. My time's you know, valuable. The gas-powered washing machine is heavy. If someone wants to no, use I kinda it, want you, I kind of want you to send that to me. I want to have it. Yes, I remember you asking. I don't know what to do with it yet. It Why don't you guys have... trade? I'll, okay, fine. I'll trade you like the next door neighbor's cat. Oh, okay. He's gonna trade you like the power hammer frame that's like underneath the mud in the back. Yeah, that's garbage. It's broken in 17 places, but you'll get it. you'll just brace it back. I'll trade you the the dies for Jimmy's hammer. Yeah. <laughs> you have the dies for my hammer, you motherfucker. You've been holding out all this time. If I did, I would have given them to you. No, I appreciate that. He has titanium dies. What did you ever do with that saw I sent you? Did you throw it away? No, it's right in my shop. I'm gonna do the the laser thing is on the list to do in the spring. That's on. No, that's I'm, the 2020 I'm list. I want you to do it before then. That's uh, the full 2020 Jimmy list. Listen, my wife Laser. is like, it's okay that everything so. is about me all the time, okay? It's okay. I understand. It has to be about me uh, all the time. Of course. Yeah, of course. So, Jimmy, I want you to go do the thing because I want to see my old saw frame become a laser saw frame. Absolutely. It's definitely Not in the happen. spring, Jimmy. Not in the spring. Now. Well, February, maybe March. We'll see. January, so it's right there. February, Nothing, March. Everything inside. Um, I started working on restoring the this. I, I got inspired because I started. You guys remember that trip I went to Vermont and I ended up I, I verbally the, committed to a bunch bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yes. Right. Uh huh. The box slicer I'm buying from the guy and uh, the yes. 
the the 18 by 13 Chandler and Price press, which weighs 3,000 pounds. I committed to getting from the guy and a few other things. Maybe some, maybe this uh, old Delta bandsaw, you know, with the Art Deco base. It's the mm. metal one. Yes. Anyway, um, when seeing his machine, it inspired me because I have the same exact Chandler Price 18 by 13. And that was what I worked on a few weeks ago. And I got that going. And I got a motor on it. I got a, and then I, I found a guy in line that was willing to make me the rollers. He's making me the rollers. So, And as soon as I get the rollers for that, I'm going to start working on the Kelsey Star, which is the one, Andrew, you gave me. Which really there isn't much to do except get new rollers for it. So I'm going to start working on that one as soon as I get this one done. And then right after that, probably the, the laser bandsaw. So you're, you're in the shoot. You're in the poop shoot to get it done. Really? Yeah. I was okay it's, with being in the shoot, but when we got to the poop shoot, I checked out. It's in the poop shoot. How's that bandsaw coming? Yeah, it's in the poop shoot. I'll get it's to it. It's in the poop shoot. Great. All right. Make sure you work around that corn, would you? Well, I'm excited for that. I think that'll be very interesting. That'll be funny. Uh, you know, the reason I brought it up is because I actually did see on my phone, I don't know, I think it was on uh, Instagram, a video of someone using one of those lasers to actually slice their pizza. I did see that. Yeah, someone sent me that. And someone and sent me that. Goes, Jimmy, you have like all a, the ingredients to make this happen. Doesn't <laughs> it burn? Does it burn the? I guess it just burns it away. It just no. it just shows it. It doesn't really. I don't. I didn't see the video where the guy pulled the pizza away, but it made the X across the pie. That's. <laughs> I, I'd enjoy that. I'd really enjoy that. Wait. I'm all about laser? upgrades in pizza and technology. No, could we laser like little like um. It, it, things on your beard like we could do like a little wrench cutaway where you had like a, a just a wrench cutaway in I, your beard. I don't know if like human flesh should be near that oh but you could maybe with the right settings the right focal point you could just nail it right i don't know the secrets really <laughs> let's just keep talking just about lasering my own face just up whatever dude just whatever just keep talking uh, do you want to discuss all that is going to be done in 2020? No. Yeah. Do, do you know, Jimmy? Like you know. Oh, do you really know what every day. 2020. Well, do you have like a list, Andrew? Even I know Jimmy probably has like just a general list of things you'd like to get to. Yeah, I keep, I keep, I've been using these books that I made. Yes. Oh, you made books? I never saw that on Instagram. <laughs> what are they about jimmy oh they're about my inventions and my evil intentions yeah it's books no they're cool they're thank sweet you, thank you so I, I i i'm a firm believer in if you get want to get good at anything you got to do it a bunch and yeah i i've made lots of books in my life but i love the concept of these leather bound journals and so i was like this is i've already made I'm working on my fourth and fifth one right now. Nice. So. Oh, really? I've done 87. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, my fourth, to be perfectly clear, this is my fourth and fifth leather-bound journal, but regular book binding, I've probably done 100 times. You should well, do a wooden a be... wooden front and back cover, and then I did. That was one of the first ones blind. I did. Yeah. Just, just to be clear, this is my 87th leather-bound with real parchment paper punk. <laughs> That's right. Papyrus, real yeah. papyrus, smoking right. papyrus. Did people smoke papyrus? No, but you could use. I guess you could use the papyrus. 
as papers? Like, I don't really, I don't know. I don't know what ancient Rome and Greece was doing. I don't get it. Just so or, everyone I guess knows, that's Egyptian. Eric right now is literally using a screwdriver that's about two and a half feet long to go in the back of his shirt and scratch his back down to his butt cheek. Yeah, like, why isn't this a standard? You look like Robin Hood pulling an arrow out of your quiver. I'm ready to unscrew this unnecessarily hard-to-reach screw. Oh, I'm going to tell you a great story one time about my grandmother. Now, my grandmother's like Southern Baptist to to the millionth degree, okay? Really? And she was telling me that her and her friend Mary Lou had gone down to the Walmarts and they got a bench for her to sit in the backyard. And she said, now, Andrew, I unloaded that bench with Mary Lou and I reckon I could put it together really easy. And Mary Lou went on home thinking that I would be able to get that bench together. And le- and reckon I didn't even so much as get through the directions before I needed Mary Lou's help screwing that bench. So I called her up and she said, Ruby, I'll be right there. I'm the best screwer in town. Oh, God. And at that point, I looked at my grandmother and I said, Grandmother, <laughs> how dare you? You cannot talk like that in front of Defiled. me. And she said, well, that's what she said. And she never got that, you know, there was a joke there. She's the best screwer in town. Yeah. That's that's incredibly. What's, is she on Instagram? Baptist. What's her Instagram? What's your grandmother's Instagram? At bestscrewerintown.com. <laughs> yeah. Not my grandmother, you jackass. Her friend, Mary Lou. Did you follow the story? Oh, no, yeah, I was yeah. Yes, your Baptist grandmother's on Instagram. Southern Baptist. She's not alive anymore. Great Jesus again today. Yeah. Thought I saw I Jesus husband. at the local taqueria, but it was it was Jesus. Was he One time I saw a truck on the uh, a sticker on the back of the truck that just said Jesus squeezes. And I've never forgot that. Like what does that mean exactly? Uh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Somebody rearranges the word saves. Like, Jesus, I don't know. Like, Jesus. I even took a picture of it. I have a picture. There's, there's a church uh, kind of close to where he lived that has uh, just had like a sign up with the letter that they can they can change the message. And it said, Autumn leaves, Jesus doesn't. Autumn's leaves, Jesus doesn't. <laughs> interesting. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Or so what was the other one that God, God omni, sent the first? He's omnipresent. God sent the first text message, the Bible. I think God turned my shower off the other night. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Thank you for your. Interest. That actually may have been Jesus. That could have been yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that could have been. There was a long beard hair on the handle when it was done. Oh, okay, now you've explained all we need to know. <laughs> now, it's, this, this is, this is 2020. Oh, brass, brass minis. The Unnecessary. Snug Coke wrenches. Coming Are up. they functionally stupid? Yes. Does They're that matter? What is I don't know if it matters. Stupid though, Eric. What is functionally stupid? Nothing functionally stupid. What it if you're a- the entire wrench is softer than anything you would ever use it on? What if you were messing with a uh, baby grand piano and you didn't want to mar anything? I, I guess. 
You guess or you think? Well, the the other the steel one isn't hardened, so it's already possibly softer than. I'll tell softer. you, anytime I go near any of my old tools, like of course the bandsaw or a couple things, I pull out your original one you gave me. What is that? Is that a six inch one? Yes. Yeah, the standard. <laughs> Andrew's showing off his collection. I always pull it out to tighten any square bolts on any. If it's a square bolt, I always grab your tool. So nice. it, it serves the, its intended purpose well. Nice Jimmy, sir. were you there when I grabbed one of Eric's wrenches, put it on a square head bolt, tightened it down, and hit it with a hammer as hard as I could? No. <laughs> yeah, he. That was no. That was the. That was the first. That was the first good of the land fest. He immediately just takes it. He's like, oh, he got this like drill press, drill press from like Satan. And it's just covered. It's just covered in. It's the most rusty thing ever. He opens it up to where one one thread is still left in the adjuster, the maximum possible opening, and then and then puts it on a bolt and then smashes it and then takes it off. He's like, it's bent. This is shit. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> Did he bend it? Literally. It totally bends it because these ones, like I have the original advertisements, the six-inch ones it, are for ruined bolts. It for life. Yeah, bolts no larger than uh, three quarters of an inch. It was the only time uh, Eric, Eric uh, so he opens like, it like three times larger than that. And I was like, God damn! <laughs> Luckily, you can just bend it back. He bent the threaded portion. We just bent it back, and it's fine. It's just like, could you not? In he was two like, I seconds, can't he, he just did that. So just trial and error, dude. You got to see if it's junk or not. <laughs> like, jeez. Like, oh my god, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Another thing Anyways. for 2020. I have a, another plan. I've been wanting to make a hammer, right? And I, I don't want to make. I would love to make like an S-wing style hammer, but I can't really do that, you know, without getting too deeply involved in drop forging and all that type of shit. Um, yes. I can't make a blacksmith hammer because. I'll never do anything better than what's already available. So it occurred to me while I was machining in the last few weeks, I was, uh, you know, you guys know I've been doing some gunsmithing. I showed you guys some behind the scenes pictures of my, my latest project, which came out great. It works, fires. And so I was, I kept reaching for a piece of brass or a chunk of brass to tap, you know, when you're trying to slide pieces together and they're not going together and you need to take them apart. You can't yeah. tap it with a steel hammer. You got to tap it with a piece of brass or a nylon hammer. And, so yesterday, it occurred to me, I was at an antique machine show, this, this woodworking show. There's a guy who has great antiques. I buy from him every year. And he had a brass, probably from the turn of the century, a brass ball-peen hammer, which I purchased from him, which we could put a picture up on the Instagram. And immediately, like, the light bulb went off. I'm like, that is something that I could make okay. that I would use yeah. that I could sell for probably overpriced on the web stop, on the web shop. <laughs> and... Because I'd hand make them on the lathe and you know, yeah. hand make the handles. Or you know, if I went into a higher production and figure out how to maybe use some automation. But I could definitely make a video of one of them. So I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, what's your opinion of a brass tap hammer for a machine shop? To me, that's something that I would make. Yeah, of course. Use. 100%. So just Why put not? some sex appeal on it. You know, a simple. Which, are you talking no forging whatsoever? Even None. Just straight up out of stock. Yeah, that's that'll be super cool. From stock with a couple of little style elements that would be exclusively mine. Yes, yes. You could you call should, it the, uh, the defeatist hammer. What do you say? 
Because you, you like, oh, I'm never going to be good enough to make one that's already already better stuff made out. It's more about wanting to bring something like to fill a gap. I could make a, I could make a hammer, made a hammer, made a hammer with Brent, with Brent Bailey. I mean, you know, the best hammer maker in the world. And I love my hammer. I use it all the time, even though it's cracked right down the front, made out of S7. I use it all the time. I just make sure no one's standing to the left. But <laughs> wait a minute, Mr. Grenade. What? No one's standing to the left of me. I'm using my hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big crack on the whole left. No, the, these are the rules in Duress the Shot. No, no, no. Don't go near that. Oh, my God. No, don't but stand I, there. I, like, you know, Ethan Hardy and, and Alec are making these amazing, beautiful I, like. I love Alex Hammer. It's the hammer I use most. I just used it in the scissor video because I did do a little blacksmithing. But so like I don't think I can contribute. Not at my skill set right now. Right. My skill set keeps growing. When I look at three, like w this past uh, New Year's was, you know, a century gone, a, a decade gone by, and everybody's like, "What did the last decade look like?" And me and Taylor like assessed. We've been together now ten years, so we assessed the last ten years and. My life has like changed 10 times for the better in these last 10 years. And so right. when I look at like when I met Brett, I didn't need, I had a I had an anvil that was just a novelty. I didn't know what I was just banging copper on it. I didn't know what to do with it. I would forge with a with a torch, basically flattening out the tip of a bolt. So yeah. the point I'm making is is like I keep getting better and better at this because I keep experimenting and challenging myself and always, you know, and meeting better people at it than me, like Cliff Dufton and you know, and you guys that bring a certain skill set. Not as good as Cliff, but no, no, Cliff's amazing. But uh, our skill set doesn't have anything to do with that kind of performance. No, it does because, like you, you, my relationship with you has afforded me the ability to recognize quality, rarity, and a deeper appreciation for these machines. And honestly, I mean, I would have looked at a slasher a couple of years ago and be like, oh, I'll never fuck with that. That's too fucking complicated. But because of what you guys both do, I look at it and I'm like, that motherfucker needs to work again. It's and, going to You know, and that wouldn't happen if it didn't happen, if our relationships didn't develop. So I forget the point I was making, but I don't know. You were saying that pretty much the hammer doesn't need to be called a defeatist hammer okay yeah 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 yeah. so like i said right now i can't i can't i can't compete with the the best hammer makers out there so i want to make a hammer that is a sexy hammer something that you want to hold and be proud to use and i think a tap hammer for the machine shop for the lathe you know tapping a tapping a collet in or out you know something you're not gonna you're not gonna drive a nail with it but it's a good hammer to have you know if i'm doing gunsmithing i want to tap the slide off of the top of the frame and you know or whatever the hell just to yeah. have it ready. you could even uh maybe thread thread on the flat portion so you have like a replaceable and then oh. you could do like wooden or leather i don't know plastic no, i like that idea do let's talk about this you got <clears throat> you brought ethan hardy up i got a, a mad respect for that guy he's very young for those of you who don't know ethan hardy you should check him out great smith so yeah, not far from You me. got Alex Steele who is making, or you, you can buy an Alex Steele hammer like you were talking about, but actually Ethan Hardy makes it. That's right. So you're actually getting an Ethan Hardy hammer. Right. But it, I mean, the idea is it's Alex set the specs for it. So, But Alex's not making it. <laughs> no, I don't it's, ever, well, it's technically true. I the, mean, one Alex, have, the one I have, the one I have, he made. This. So, I'm excited okay, about. so yes, he could. But if you're buying an Alex Steel hammer, you're actually getting an Ethan Hardy hammer. Right. Are you put so some you, stink on that statement, or no, not at all. I think it's fine. I'm just curious. Like, well, I have Ethan Hardy hammers. I have one he just made from. It's unbelievable. I have, 
I have one too. I love it. So I think it's actually a smart idea for Ethan to make hammers for Alec because he gains more experience like what you're saying. But ultimately, he could just start making his own. Yeah. And he does. He has his own his own style. The JR hammer is, is his. If it's his JR, and it's his. And I have one of those. You must have the same one, same style, when he made them about a year and a half ago. But I think it's totally okay because someone like Alec, he set the specs for the hammer, whether he actually physically makes them like he did that first batch. He made a few hundred. And, you know, he's ran random ones here and there. People want them. They need them. And he's like, look, I just don't have the time in my schedule right now to do that. If I implore my buddy, who also worked side by side with me for several years, to do exactly as I would do it, I think it's totally cool. Okay, so if you really are into Hermes, and you love Hermes, and you got a chance to, to have a Birkin bag, okay? They're $15,000. Right. But it was made by Coach. <laughs> you should see Eric's face right now. <laughs> it's like, where is this going? Would you still be? Would it still have the same meaning to you? I just wouldn't tell her. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. Solved I mean, it. Bullet Bourbon was made at Four Roses for for years. Does that mean it's not Bullet Bourbon? Is it Bullet these Bourbon? Are, these are existential questions. Okay. Yeah. When well, I we need Bullet help. Bourbon. They were making it at the Four Roses factory in Kentucky. Now they make it in their own factory. The recipe is the same. What even is a restoration, guys? Yeah. It's basically that. Some jack off on the the comment section said, this is, you call this a restoration? So I said, it absolutely is a restoration. Definitely. Yes. Yes, it is. And I put, I go, you're dead wrong. I said, you're dead wrong. I put skull and crossbones. I haven't been able to follow up to see what he said. (laughs) It's like, it's like kicking a bee's nest. I just want to see. what What is this? You have to fully recreate it, okay, entirely for it to be apparently considered a restoration. Did the guy comment back to you? He must have. I haven't had a chance to look at the comments. It's so deep on that that video. The uh, you don't want to get into that. Everybody's so upset about me not bluing it, but the the pits on that were like it's like a New York City road in Queens. Yeah, the pits were so deep. What is the point of bluing it? It's going to just look like it's the moon landing. It's like the surface of the moon. The pits on that rifle are so deep. All the engraving on the top is just barely decipherable. Yeah. I couldn't even read it. Actually, Brett's got better eyes than me. Brett was able to look at it and actually read the whole sentence. I still couldn't read the sentence when I zoomed in on it with the iPhone. So <laughs> was the point. Yeah, no, I, I would not. I would not blue that. Uh, it's, yeah, it's way too pitted. It just needs to work again. It has been rescued and saved, and that's all it needs to be. Are you going to keep it or sell it or what? Oh, I mean, if somebody wants to offer me a pretty penny for it, where I could or like build the floor, the second floor of my barn with it. Are you going to put a second floor like a dance hall up there? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Clear. Glass floor. Clear floor. Yeah, yeah. I got a quote and everything. I got the. I paid the architect and everything. So now I just got to implement the plan. But Wait, you're gonna pro, make a probably clear not gonna happen. Floor? Yeah, That'd so you can so see amazing. the skirts. Yeah. <clears throat> no, That's why I only be... I only wear kilts in this workshop. At my <laughs> wedding, at my wedding, we put uh, a plexiglass cover over the pool. Yeah, that'd be cool. On 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 the majority of the pool, but then we put five thousand rubber duckies in there, and there was nets around it, and you could fish these duckies out of there and turn them over and look for a number and whatever the number was you could go redeem a prize 
How many Ventures. people fell in the pool? What? No one fell in the pool. And then our cake Nobody was right fell. in the middle of the pool itself. So when we cut our cake, we were standing was, in the middle of the ooh, pool. It was like, how soggy was it then? It wasn't that soggy. <laughs> but before we cut our cake, I had everyone stop. And we had a 15-minute all-grand finale fireworks show that, that three different fire departments showed up for. <laughs> <laughs> it got it excessive. Yeah, it's in some magazines and where you can read about it, but yeah. So I like a plexiglass <laughs> floor, a, a clear floor. No, well, I, I'm gonna, I'm going to have the second floor plate. Oh, since we spoke, I had heat put in the shop. The other day it was like 25 degrees out, and I'm in the shop, doing working on the lathe, doing some little something or other, That's and glorious. it was like 70 degrees in there. And the the barn doors are still not insulated, and you no, don't it feel doesn't like matter. nothing. Yeah. So. I, what is that? Is that water or some kind of fluid running through those pipes? So all your is it just an electricity bill? I guess is what I'm getting at. It's glycol. No, uh, glycol is running through the floor, and there's that Viesman boil that Mo from Mo's P and H Plumbing put in, and it is incredible. I didn't. We had a little glitch, which is why I kind of stopped doing stories on it. We put it in, I guess, like the first week of January, and it broke two days later. It stopped working. And Mo doesn't live nearby, so he had to come up like in the middle of the night. He lives about 100 miles away. He came up in the middle of the night, worked on it, figured out what was wrong with it. it the thing malfunctioned, and the circuit board yeah. blew. And so yeah. he he lobbied Viesman. He's like, you guys have to fix this. I mean, you, you, this is total bullshit. I paid for everything. Nothing was product placement. And he got them to send over new parts from Germany, shipped them directly to him, and he drove up and switched all the parts out. Patrick did all the electric, and now it's been running consistently every day perfectly and it's on the app i got the app on my phone if i know i want to go out there in a few hours i'll turn it up yeah you, you never turn it off because you, you're basically heating up that slab it's five inch thick by 40 by 70 feet it's got yeah. 10 loops of heating in it and the boiler keeps that thing like like i've been exercising a little bit when you get down on i've been doing push-ups so when you get down on that concrete you feel like you're laying on a mattress it's so nice yeah, it's nice it's very nice yeah, I ended up. Uh, What's yeah, that? I have, an, I have infloor heat. Yeah, it's just so beautiful. Uh, what I, I enjoy about it is that I don't really have like an exhaust fan or anything in my workshop. So when I'm painting, like it just, or sandblasting, it's immediately dusty or I'm going to die from fumes. I just open the doors, the, the man door and the garage door for 60 seconds, fully aired out, yeah. close the doors, it's hot again. Huh. Yeah, yeah, from the bottom it. Yeah, it's way better. Otherwise, my if I was running like with a fan heater, it would have ruined my whole life, and I just quit and go home. <laughs> it's true. Well, it's what so am I gonna? It's minus forty three outside. Like I'm gonna open the doors and wait six hours for the little fan heater to heat <laughs> the shop back up. Yeah. You know? So it's it's fantastic. It's too much. Almost. Oh, very, very happy with that. And with that, folks, we'll go ahead and shut her down. Shut her down. <laughs> Wait, you got to do the intro. The intro? What's the intro? You got to do the intro. We'll, we'll, I'll pick it up and move it to the front. Oh, um, okay. Well, what would you like for me to do for the intro? Okay, so we're, we're <laughs> just going to not ask Andrew what he has to do in 2020? Andrew, what do you want to do in 2020? What do you want to accomplish? Now, I'm wow. going to just give you a little bit of ramp up. This might help you answer this question. Yeah, get your shit together. Real life, it seems, has changed for the better since you got on Instagram. You could now sell something to anybody around the world 
probably a lot easier than you used to be able to. You have goals every day. You show cool, interesting things. You're educating us and you're educating the fans. And you really seem to enjoy that. And I, I mean that wholeheartedly. I'm not even trying to be sarcastic. So going into 2020, knowing what you know now, based on you, you know your life's improvement through Instagram, your career improvement, what where where do you want to go? Jimmy, you. that's a great question. I appreciate you coming at me like that, son. I'm <laughs> going to just respond by telling you that I am elated and humbled by this opportunity that's been given to me by this cyber world. I don't know that actually people are buying any things or if it's a robot. <laughs> CAPTCHA. Fill out this CAPTCHA to buy this. It's just China, China's buying up all the antique tools. No, I'm, I, uh, <clears throat> in all sincerity, I am excited about 2020. I'm excited to, to be able to open my shop up more for people to come and tour. I'm going to have more machines set up and things actually, you know, moving and shaking in 2020 for are people you doing to come the... enjoy. Are the are the extra buildings a 2020 goal? They will be, yeah. First quarter 2020, or else I'm gonna die. You're gonna kill oh, someone. Wow, that's yeah. fast. Dude, imagine out. going into your place and it's like a library, just like a field, it's like a library of machines that have no dirt and no grease on them and no rain on them, all ready to go. I don't mind dirt and grease, but I just want every. I would like for everything to be clean. It doesn't have to be painted. I don't care if things are painted or not. Me neither. But just as long as they're operational, you can flip them on, demo them. Use them until you yeah. sell. Yeah. Or keep them. I have a lot of stuff that I keep. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so I'm excited about that. I'm also excited to be able to get things people that they couldn't get otherwise, such <laughs> as the anvils, you know? Such as I, AIDS. You've been selling a lot of anvils. It's great. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one thing that I did uh, try to experiment with this season was, you know, like I was saying earlier, typically December is a pretty weak month for sales because people are just exhausted by buying everything else in the world for other people and, you know, so on and so forth. But I did uh, put some up and they sold. And, and so that tells me that for sure, Ambles always have, you know, a strong uh, position in the market. Jimmy, are you alive? No, I'm listening. I'm just listening. I'm trying not to interrupt. Anyway, so I'm excited about getting more Ambles to people and, and allowing more people to create, you know, that like I say, otherwise wouldn't have found an Amble or, or whatever it may be, because maybe they work all day and they just follow me on Instagram and they're able to get one because they don't have to go out and hunt one down. Yeah. I must say the prices you've been putting up seem fairly reasonable. I mean, aside from shipping, of course, which is a couple extra hundred bucks, but the prices, I, I was tempted by a couple of the, the ones you put up, but yeah, I have to pay for my floor. It's that my December heating. bracing, that January yeah. bracing. Yeah, that's right, man. Go now. Uh, and I've been offering really good ambles. I, you know, nothing's broken, nothing's junk. People are getting really good stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. I'm also excited to learn more from other people. I'll probably be traveling around a lot in 2020. Um, so a lot of good things to happen. Mm. Nice. Very good. Very nice. Oh, I nice. can tell I really moved you, didn't I? Yeah, just. No, well, you did. I'm thinking about when we're going to get together again. I'm just thinking, like, if I could interject, but we don't really have a plan at the moment. Oh, well, you got Chuck's thing? I, what's that? Chuck's doing I wanted, thing. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to make that. But uh, I would like for you to have Taylor or you try to go find out what's going on with that estate. From the old man I, that I mean, we had we had uh, we had Skip's number. I don't have any other phone number. Is is it close enough 
by where you could go up there? We can, no. but Chuck didn't uh, – sorry, Skip didn't live there. He lived somewhere else. I don't know where he lived. When we met him, he, we met him there. He was like unlocking the door when we pulled up. So oh, it's good. not – and it's at Dead End Road. So ah. nobody would go there unless it was him. Or Really? You know, and he said none of his family members were interested in the place. And yeah. I said to Taylor, I said, I hope, uh, you know, I hope he took a liking to you and left you his farm because he was really like kind of down in the dumps that he knew it was going to go <laughs> to nobody. You know, he wrote me a letter, a handwritten, it was the first handwritten letter I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> Just kidding. But how many times have you gotten a handwritten letter in the last, you know, year, two years? Well, years? if you have a YouTube channel, you know, you get yeah. a lot of it. It's all the time. Do y'all really get letters in the mail? Yeah. Yeah. People I just got one like from, from some uh, weird weird guy in Texas, and his whole family sent me like a photo, like a Christmas card. Oh, that's sweet. And this, <laughs> it was, it was like jerk. weird in a good way. Just <laughs> me, you jerk. You jerk. Like the Alexanders. Did you get one, Jimmy? I did. I did. It's right here on the wall. It's very, very nice. Very nice. Oh, I got yeah. it. And like, it looks like it looks like stills from a sitcom. It's like. And the wacky dad that wears the Hawaiian shirt and like the whole family's on one side and they're all looking at you. That's how they look at me every day. Yeah. <laughs> With the finger. I yeah. did get a nice letter like, from Patrick Quinn recently from the Center of Metal Art. From Peaceways. Yeah, man. Said that we want to thank you again for your contribution to the Center of Metal Arts. We really appreciate you, your generosity. What, and because of the support, money. Oh, not a thing. No, money. I sent money. So that some lucky kids can go up there and uh, twerk. study with them. Yeah, with those guys. I don't That's think nice. Patrick Quinn twerks, but you could ask him. He may. Might be the number one twerker on earth. You don't know. You think Miley Cyrus went over there to learn how to twerk from him? Yeah. Well, he learned from me, so that what I'm saying is I'm the best. The twerk championship master oh. Golden Globes award. Dude, how about Rickard, Ricky Gervais? I just love what he just <laughs> ripped into Hollywood, didn't he? Yeah, it? that was like, very that, enjoyable. That was, that was nice. very funny. That was hilarious. I loved that, man. That was awesome. I don't even watch yeah. that stuff. And I got some blurb and I heard it. And I was like, I, so I yeah. sat down and watched the whole thing. That's what everyone yeah. wants to hear, basically. Yeah. That's great. In life. I know. Wait, we, had, we were going to go somewhere else. I forgot. What were we talking about? We're talking Maybe. about 2020 extravaganza, where I release brass wrenches and other stupid things. Brass uh, wrenches with a little convex portion on the back, a concave, <laughs> actually, so you can sniff coke off of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Andrew, yeah. are you going to make an everyday carry? Have you thought about your everyday carry homework? Uh, I did. Actually, a lot. I thought about it a lot. And? And I'm not... Uh, I'm not... I haven't decided on one piece yet. What if you made a pouch a to carry the two of y'all's everyday carries in? No, no, no. What if you made like an, you got to make an anvil, bro. You got to just like pick the best anvil that you love. And you know, there's got to be somebody in this world that will step up and we machine it out of aluminum and we make here's a little, what I was aluminum thinking. anvil. Aluminum anvil. <laughs> for, no, casting, for, for forging clay on. <clears throat> yeah. There you, you have go. an anvil. Okay, a small anvil. Yes. Rubik's cube. Rubik's cube anvil. Yeah. No, actually, it's a small anvil. If you're holding it like this, and you hold it between your hands, and you 
twist with your left hand down and your right hand up. So you go like that. Then the anvil actually swivels. And when you do that, a Phillips head screwdriver pokes out of one side and a flathead pokes out of the other. Oh, okay. Now we're working with something. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm like talking four, about. That sounds Wait, like $400. What, what happened? Oh, so now you're going to put a dollar a Puerto Rican girl at Dairy Queen. Wait, what happened? Wait, <laughs> did you turn your brain light on, woman? Yeah, that's uh, like, I'd like to see it. Okay, y'all need to make it. I, I'm not creative. I, I'm you not want creative. me to make it? No. I got screwdrivers to make this year. That's my 2020 goal. Oh, yeah. It's very exciting for the screwdriver community. I, Jimmy, I gave away Arturo one of your um, ice picks. You gave him, and I gave away Arturo one of my ice picks. Yeah, I gave him. I gave him one of your ice picks. Oh, he didn't have one already. Uh, no. Oh shit! I don't gotta think. Send you a couple more. Uh, then I realized I, that one was on my workbench, and I was like, the next day I was like, where's that ice pick? Oh, I gave it to Arturo, and I didn't realize I actually use that quite a bit. So I had to go get, awesome. I have like seven in my office that I stole from you. Yeah. So <laughs> I just went and got one of those and took it out there. I use it like every day. Oh, awesome, dude. For his we sold, murders. I tell you, the most I ever sold in, in, a, in a window of time, I sold hundreds of ice picks over Christmas, hundreds. And Good. like the, the dip started, you know, right after Christmas and now it's picking back up again. Well, how much are they? Uh, 60 bucks. 60. Yeah. That's cool. And then. The small ones are 55. It's it's the small. I mean, I just made the price a little smaller because they are a little smaller, but it's the same amount of physical work. It doesn't matter, you know. It's funny when people say, "Oh, uh, an an eight foot table is is eight thousand dollars." Does that mean a seven foot table is seven thousand dollars? No. Oh, uh, shut up. Table those, is, I want to slap is, those people in the face. Like five dollars off mouth. of eight thousand dollars. Shut your mouth. Or as my kids would tell me, like, shut your pie hole, Dad. Yeah. No. So the ice picks have been brisk. But the sales have been really brisk. It's been great. And if you purchased an ice pick from me, I really appreciate it. It's 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 helping with that pile of bills I'm looking at in front of me. So appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jimmy's got bail anxiety. Bail anxiety. I'm out. Anxiety. <laughs> I'm basically stacked out up like of, a uh, like a club sandwich. Yeah. I'm out of wrenches again. I thought I had a stockpile for like most of this year but I, I failed once again that's a good thing I fully un it, it's good it's just like my god I don't, do you guys sell I, um t-shirts and hats and stuff i do yeah yeah yeah, Does, yeah that yeah, stuff sells it. good no you know like, like i i talked before about going into 2020 my my new factory mindset i yeah. want the majority of what i sell on my website to be things that are handmade in my shop the, hat, the hats and the t-shirts and that stuff is just kind of like salad dressing, but it's not the majority. I make most of my money from the ice picks and the posters, thankfully. Yeah. You know, the hats yeah. are cool. Like every time I, I print a shirt, I step back and I look at it and it's already manufactured and selling. I look at it and I'm like, oh, that looks like shit. Why did I do that? So ah, I, really? same, you know, like I'm never happy with the design of a hat or a shirt. People like them and, you know, I really appreciate that. But I haven't really come up with that one. Like I guess the 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 camouflage hat with the logo on it is is the icon one, which is probably I'm going to reintroduce that again. Yes, I don't. I just sell like basic T-shirts. That's pretty much it. That's it. No, if I can pull these screwdrivers off this year, then I'd be I'd be happy. It's an insane pain. 
More, I'm making more. my jeans. I completely forgot. I'm making my oh, jeans, yeah. which is a very big investment in time and energy. And this girl, Christine, is doing an amazing job at like running the she show. To, are you like just making a set number and then we're going to open up or I, scaling we thought up we or would down do it as January 1st. We thought we'd do it December 1st. It keeps getting moved because there's so many there's so many aspects to it that we got to cover all our bases. She's yeah. worked for Ralph Lauren and Tommy Hilfiger and Banana Republic and stuff. So she she knows all this stuff intimately well. Anyway, she's um she's running the show behind the scenes and she just moved from one factory to another for better pricing. So they were going to be made in New Jersey. Now they're going to be handmade in Midtown Manhattan. We're going to have a window of one month to sell. If we can hopefully break even or make a little bit more money than we've invested, then we're going to close that one month window of sales, make them and deliver them, and then decide when to open another window of sales. In the meantime, all the while trying to shop it to somebody like a Carhartt or behind the scenes manufacturer that could maybe license my concept and make it for us. I don't want to make jeans. It's a real pain in the dick. Interesting. Oh, I did not know that. But I mean, I like, wouldn't do this if it wasn't for Christine. She is like. like why would you design the jeans to be such a pain in well, the dick of the wearer? It, no, it no, has it, a spike. It, it has a spike <laughs> sewn into the crotch area. The dick hole. <laughs> yeah. No, there's just there's so many things, and then the sizing grade. You got to grade the yeah, size. You know. So that's what we're gonna make to order if we get like 38s, and you know, I got guys that are like 56 ways to like. Will you make them for me? I'm like. I'm not sure. Yeah. We got to really make a decision, you know. Yeah, I fully understand. I don't know what to do either with production decisions. But the like, good thing, I, all the, the genes will all be made in America. Everything, all, every, all the aspects and stuff are all made in America or North America. Even the material made. itself is made. Yeah. Yep. Fancy. So that means, you know what that means? It means Andrew. it gets my stamp of approval. Andrew can no, go. And, that, and it means it's going to be expensive. <laughs> so we'll well, yeah, that. also. We just start, saved about $30 per gene by moving to a different factory, which is a big number. So we'll, we'll that's, see. A, that's massive. I was talking yeah. with uh, Jesse James a month or so ago about merchandise. Oh, yeah. And this is like every, every Andrew story. I was having dinner with the Pope yesterday, and he was going to get a power hammer, but then he didn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> what was i saying jesse, uh, jesse. jesse. oh i was asking him about merch and, and uh i was giving him grief about he had some pants or something shoes or something he had done i said jesse those are made in china he goes do you know how expensive they would be if they were made in the usa yeah who cares uh, that's why i'm doing a small three hundred dollars three hundred dollar pair of jeans but I, they'll be less. They'll be less. That's they'll fine. Be I I just picture it as like wear these jeans for a dollar a day for more than a year, and you're fine. Yeah. Yep. Wait. So we'll see. I mean, it might be. I'm literally. Be I'm literally buying one pair of jeans and never washing it and wearing it until it's garbage. No, that's literally how many shirts you have is two. Yeah. Like you think it's two. It's actually a cycle of forty identical T-shirts. You're the only guy I've ever seen wear a short sleeve flannel shirt in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> Are do they make other types of shirts? You have shorts made out of flannel. Yeah, dude. I didn't even know there was another shirt material. I have no idea. Ridiculous. Okay, that is all. We're done. That is the end. That is the a, end of it all. The greatest. 
This is a very clean show. This is a good clean show. So I could probably just output it and upload it. There's no editing. I'm not even going to listen to it. What do you think? Go for it. Well, we say no anything inflammatory? I, I, I don't know. Like, what, what is considered inflammatory? You know, there's always that, like, I'm in the middle of editing and I get a text message from one of you two and it's like, take out the comment about this guy. Okay, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I cut, said this was Cut the whole first 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, cut it all. It's done. It's canceled. So, no, it should be fine. I think we're good. We're good. All right. All right. That's it. Welcome 2020, and thank you to the I fans hate, for for the year. I hate to have to say goodbye, so I'm going to let you guys do it. I'm going to watch you fade away. I'm not even going to say goodbye. <laughs> Just watch Eric, me to say goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye, Go listeners. If you feel good about yourself. Do it. Thank you for continuing to listen. I hope you to listen our, to, to this. our tool podcast. Yes, yeah. our generally tool podcast. Yeah. It's uh, it's fantastic. I'm excited to see where this goes this year. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, good. Maybe we'll maybe we'll turn this into a TV show. What do you think? Oh my God, it could be the best TV show ever. Oh, that would be fun. What oh. would we call it? The Three Amigos. Making it two. <laughs> making, making it, it two. Making it two <laughs> even harder. Making it three. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Make it it two, but spelled T-O-O-L. TV shows, I think, are hard to name because they can't name them anything that's already been named, and there's literally everything that's already been named. Isn't it yeah. just everything Alaska something? Yeah, like Rust Rapists. That's oh. a good There you go. TV show. Nailed it. Rust Rampage Rapists. All right. Until we see you guys next week, uh, we, we should get on a tighter schedule as well. The fans deserve it, so. We'll work on that. Yes, that be, we can do that. We can try. We, we were at every two weeks, and then we both, we all three of us said, ah, fuck it, whatever. Well, it was uh, it was busy. Kids kids Sweet and family things. and travel. Stupid children. But yes. Right. And, Andrew, see what you can find out about uh, about Skip's estate. I mean, I don't, I, I have no idea who to reach out to. I only have his number. And unless he picks up from the grave. Yeah, I don't think Oh, you know what? That. Somebody might have his phone. I'm well, I'll call his number. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. 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 Since we're off podcast now, I have one weird. So, uh, are we not remember... podcasting? Is this... Are we off air? Yeah, we're no. off air. Yeah. We're Can not we off goodbye? air. We. I just said goodbye. Oh. <laughs> Is that not the official goodbye? We can't share this with the fans, what you're about to say? No, probably not. All right, so right now you're going to hear the ding, ding. Wait!